I'm Gabriel Richie, and welcome to Podcast Suicida, episode 14. Woo! We are fresh off of a great pay-per-view, and the whole gang is here. We got Big Gene Lesnar, yeah, got Peltime right, Sab, making a very interesting face right now. And we have the oh. other half of the bloodline, Dave Uso. It wasn't me, man. <laughs> oh, man. Real quick, randomly, I saw the other night, I sent it to you guys. I don't know if anybody opens what I sent, but it was these Never. dudes, some other wrestling podcast that I didn't know, just talking about how overrated Bray Wyatt is. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, he's, a little, he's a little overrated, people, man. He's my people. Little... No, he's not. No, he's not. Just, no, he's just literally nothing ever worked. Just a little it, bit, bro. It's that player that goes from team to team, and it's always the team's fault. Uh, oh, that's how I feel I, about I don't hate Bray Wyatt, Wyatt, but he's, he's a little overrated, just a little bit. Come on, man. You're forcing me. Come on, bro. It's been... <laughs> Wrestling okay, is a, wrestling is a big part yeah, okay, of it. He doesn't have that many good matches. His character work is good. Yeah, yeah. But character wrestling is such good. a big part. Of He's it. just like this fucking weirdo. It wasn't character. me, man. Yeah. They just need to hurry up and reveal that. Yeah. It's, that it's his brother. Yeah. It's lame. The whole thing is lame to me. I'm over no, it. It's not, bro. No, I'm over the it. one thing I will the say that gay. I still think is Oops, cool. Sorry. I'm not homophobic. Don't cancel me. <laughs> yeah, we cancel now. The, the fiend was whack. Fucking. Uncle yeah, Howdy has already Whoa, overstayed Gabe's. its welcome with me. I'm good with it. But should we get to the chamber? Let's get to the chamber. Follow. I'll start off. We have a pack show for you guys today, by the way. This we have a lot of, we've had a lot of heated debates in our respective chats <laughs> over the past few days about multiple different things. So this could be Gene, believe it or not, you might have to play Peacemaker today. Yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking that. I was thinking that. Yeah, you're gonna have that, to keep man. it. You're gonna have to keep this train on the tracks. Uh, but this is the first. Let's let's start with the chamber. We all watched Saturday night in Montreal. Crowd was red hot. Oh, super hot, man! Unreal show. I'll start and just crowd say, was mid. Now nah, played. <laughs> I'll start and just say, I can't remember a. I definitely can't remember a better booked pay-per-view, and I can't remember the last time I saw a pay-per-view that good. All Out 2021, was that when Daniel Bryan showed up for the first time? Yeah, That was spectacular. That was the last in its own one. In its own way. Yeah. Uh, this this was definitely booked better because every AW pro, um, pay-per-view has the issue of too many matches. That was no exception. That was still a great pay-per-view. But this was just perfectly booked, perfectly paced, in my opinion. I, I don't know if it's better than that, like work rate and all that shit, but that's a long-winded way of saying that was a fucking banger of a pay-per-view in my eyes. I loved almost every second of it, and I want to hear what everybody else has to say. Triple H's best pay-per-view since he took control. Most definitely. It's, Most it's definitely. the best It's the best WWE pay-per-view I've seen since I started watching wrestling again. Easy. Wow. Easy. Wow. I and when did you start that. watching wrestling for the fans? Survivor Series 2019. Yeah, I which agree was with that. The, no which, if it makes it easier, like a reference, is that's the Survivor Series they included NXT. And that was a pretty good show. Definitely, yeah, show. that was up there. I don't know if I, I honestly couldn't even tell you what number one was, but I just know that the other night that was, was definitely better. up there. 2020 and 2020 was riddled by the uh, the COVID Pandemic. stuff and the mm-hmm. Thunderdome and stuff. So the, the shows weren't good. I was, Money, I was um, not watching. Money in the Bank after COVID was pretty good. I did when like Cena that. Came I remember back. Gabe didn't really uh like that show. Well, hold on. That was when Cena came back. You're talking about when Cena comes back, Seb. I think you're oh, talking about when they did it in, in Titan other, Towers. Yeah, I'm talking about that money. It was thing. fun. It was fun. It was silly. It was fun. It was funny. It was fun, but it wasn't like, oh my God, we're going to remember this cool, forever. Though. 
And you chase after money in the bank all the way at the top of Titan Towers, bro. Come on, bro. It, we'll get I think to it, it was funny. Ray Mysterio literally got murdered because he got yeah. thrown off the fucking building. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. A little off track, but we'll yeah. get to it later. Um, and I won't have that many nice things to say about it at this point in time, but like uh money in the bank at Titan Towers, stadium stadium stampede. Like I just AW handled the uh pandemic way better than WWE did. That being oh, yeah. said, we're talking about Elimination Chamber right now. Uh, Seb, what did you think? Um, the show, 90% of the show was a banger. The other 10% is, well, I'm going to sound like I, I hate it, but I don't hate it. The other 10% is mixed tag match. No, actually not that. That shit was fire. Uh, it's, it's, it's the woman's chamber and actually the ending of the pay-per-view, like after the match, I thought that was a little weird. Um, the woman's the woman's chamber. I didn't think it was a bad match, but it was just fine. Like none of none of the chambers that the women have done have really like wowed me like that. Like they all feel the same. Um, but I am happy that Oscar won. That was the right move for sure. Um, and Bianca's gonna have a banger match with her at WrestleMania. And then the ending, um, which I know we're gonna get into detail kind of about it so i'm not gonna say too much but the ending was a little weird because it's like if you wanted to set up the tag match for wrestlemania that was the time to do it that's when there's no but did you watch raw last night i didn't watch raw last night i watched raw last night and i I feel like seb's point still stands no i don't think they didn't no because i think you have realistically a little under a month and a half. We'll say five weeks, six weeks. Yeah. That is because there's no brand split right now. That's 12 shows that right. you have to build this up because they're on SmackDown, but they it's were on Raw this week. Definitely no brand split. I, I, yeah. 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 Brand so you have 12 shows. Like you have six weeks, but you have 12 shows to yeah. build it. And last night, KO comes out mm-hmm. and he's like, he, he says, didn't I, didn't, team, I right? didn't, he says, I didn't save you for you. I saved you. For my family and your family that were sitting front row that had to watch me get my ass kicked while you watch talking about the rumble. And he said, so I didn't do it for you. I did it for them. And he was like, if you need, because Sammy asked him to team up with him. K.O. said no. And K.O. said, K.O. said, if you need help, ask your buddy Jay. Oh, we're taking a little spicy turn. I like that. I like that. So I think the ending of the show is better. A few days later, in hindsight, and yeah, yes. yeah, I agree. Yes. Which, I didn't know, which is okay. why I like I like that we usually do the pods after at least after Raw. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Yeah, because something like this, like a storyline like this, that it felt like it was almost at some sort of climax because it kind of was with the Sammy versus it Roman aspect of it, but it's still going. You still got a month and a half because now you still got Jay, who didn't hit Sammy with the chair, sure and didn't. Sammy speared him. And in wrestling, like obviously it was an accident, but Jay could be like, what the fuck, man, why'd you spear me? Nah, <laughs> yeah, he's right, no, right. Right. But he's gonna know because yo, if you notice, he was about to it looked like he was about to hit Roman in the head until Roman moved out of the way. So he kind of understands. He's gonna yeah. understand like it was in the heat of the battle. Like if you, you know look, how, he was about to hit him. Logically, yes, he would, but you know how wrestling goes. Like yeah, you get yeah, hit yeah. on accident, and he's not gonna be like, Oh, I saw the I saw the tape. Mm-hmm. You hit me yeah. on accident. Like, why'd you why'd you spear me, bro? Like, they just now, nah, but follow but any Jay, logic. If he, but no, no, no. Jay has been following logic 
Remember, he bailed out um Sammy on that um the, the um when he had to go to tribal court. Yeah, he did. He, yeah, he, yeah. He pays attention to detail. He said all this other stuff, so he's gonna know. Yeah, he's gonna know. Like if he goes back and looks at the tape, he, yo, you can tell he's gonna know. He he's actually been putting detail into this whole storyline. Him, even from the beginning, of not liking Sammy, mm-hmm. little subtleness he brought. Yeah, little subtleness of what he'd been saying before he became cool with Sammy. Of like. He's not family. Like, he's going to fuck everything up. Like, he's, like, causing detention in the family. Early on, he said that. Yeah. And then that's when Roman, lit, like, a couple of weeks later, said, nah, you know what? You're going to be with Sammy and mentor him and all this other stuff. So he ended up becoming cool. You know what's crazy? There was this video I wanted to show y'all about that whole storyline. Mm-hmm. It's this this guy on, on YouTube. Um, damn, I can't remember his name right now. I'd love to give him a shout out. But he has a, a great channel um, where he, like, kind of takes a deep dive into like just current wrestling stuff and this story he said this story's not really about sammy or roman it's, it's about, about jay. jay because it from the very it's where beginning. it all started yeah and, from and, the very and beginning. we forget jay never agreed to be in the bloodline he lost the match mm. so he had to be roman's personal slave yeah i think it's um i think what we wanted partly just to make it like oh fuck another crazy ending at at the chamber is like oh jay turns on sammy so you can immediately set up the match with kevin sammy versus the Mm -hmm. usos but seb i like that you bring up that video gene i like that you bring up the fact that at the beginning jay didn't fuck with sammy that's something i wish they focused more on in the promos before the matches i feel like they haven't really harkened back to that which is uh, fair because it's been such a long story to this point you can only put so much in a promo package, but I think that's a really cool part of the story. And it's all leading towards, yeah, they'll probably end up having their match, but the bloodline will fall apart at Mania. They'll lose and everything. They're going to lose it's, everything. It's about, and it, it's such an incredible storyline because it's about Jay. There's so many moving pieces in it. Right. It's about Jay, Sammy, all that shit. You got Kevin, who's dealt with the bloodline. Probably, he's like their. Definitely the leader of Roman Sinister Six. Like he's one of the guys who <laughs> really stepped to Roman this whole time. Of course, there's been this whole Sammy shit. And then Cody on Raw. He have the dust. Man. He's carrying Dusty's legacy, the Rhodes versus the Noai, two royal wrestling families. You have he's he might have to be the one to do it in the end. He's the one who can he's the only other guy in the company really who can really take that belt and have another fresh storyline with the belt. Everybody else has either had the belt or is not ready, in my opinion. Um, so someone made the point, like some people want Sammy to win at the chamber or have put Sammy in a triple threat at Mania. And it's like, no, it's not. Sammy's goal was never the title. That's not his goal. It's to get get back at Roman. Like that's, that's take what down this the is bloodline. all about. To take down the bloodline. That's the goal. The title secondary. Where Cody, the title is the goal. And that's why it's not, oh, it's fucking Batman versus the Joker here with Sammy and Roman. It's more like, oh, it's the Avengers. It's Cody. It's Kevin. It's it's Sammy versus well, Sammy the Sammy did say he I, he's looking for the title before that match. You got to say that. You have to say that at the time of a title match. Like, yeah. Because you're not um, going to say, like, let's just fight not for the title. Because part of Roman's thing is, like, his connection the with the titles. I get yeah. it. He wanted to take something from Roman to hurt. Yeah, yeah. It's right, not necessarily right. that it's not necessarily that he wants the title. It's more so that he wants to take the title from him. Doesn't the title, in a sense, kind of take a backseat? No. 
for that. Three times me more than eight. If, like, if Sammy no, was to win, yes, but no, it doesn't. That, if it Sammy doesn't. was to win the it, title, still, yes, it would have took a back seat because, like I said, it's not about the title to Sammy. With Cody, the title gets elevated even more because Cody's making it no, sound so important to him. Roman's so feeding off the titles, like it does mean more. Like, all right, if you take that from him, you actually destroy a whole a whole character and and like the guys around him. Like that title means it doesn't take the back seat. The title means everything. That's been starting this whole whole thing with um. That's the only reason why Roman came back. Came right back to get the title right away. Signed the contract, entered the match, won the title, and hasn't lost since. The title means more to him than anything. That's why he took it from mm-hmm. Brock. It's just, yo, so I'm saying, if Sam, like Sammy taking those titles, you took the whole, basically, you took the whole show back. Yeah, but that's that's the thing, though. Those titles mean everything to Roman, and and Sammy was the one who was hurt by Roman because Sammy needed like. A, a family to belong in when everybody was calling him a conspiracy theorist and like didn't take him seriously. He found the bloodline and he said, yo, I want your protection. I want y'all to like make me feel important like I used to. But then they turned his back on him at Royal Rumble. And he's like, all right, y'all took something important from me. I'm going to get this back in blood. I'm going to take those titles. Man, Sammy, Sammy's been turned his back on. He wasn't fully into the fucking bloodline. Go back and look. Every time, like, Kevin always around. He lied to Roman multiple times. He lied to Jay multiple times when they asked him these questions. Like, yo, yo, who's out? Oh, no, that's nothing. That's nothing. And the whole time he's sitting there, to, like, Kevin Owens is putting season ahead. Like, yo, join me, join me, join me. Sammy lied to the bloodline. Like, you can't trust him. And they know he lied. He, so they're like, yeah, all right, we're going to yeah. keep along. There's shades like, of gray Sammy, in the storyline. There's sure. little shades of gray. But they oh, wanted... So you want Sammy to just completely like him and Kevin are always going to be intertwined. So that's a thing. That's always going to be but a thing. It goes thing. like this though. Like if Sammy just, I bet you if Sammy straight up told Roman the first time Roman ever asked him, not even Roman, if Jay even asked him, they would trust him. And like, this would be a whole different storyline. Like this would be a whole different storyline. Yeah, he was he being just a little shady. He was being shady early on. That's what, and that's what made Jay definitely not want to fuck with him. And then Roman, I think Roman knew all along, like Sammy's been lying and shit. But he wants to know his true intent. Like, what, what, like he wants to put it out on front on front street. Well, I'm gonna match you with that. You think Roman's a face? No, but but Roman, here's a thing too. In the beginning of the storyline, Roman was definitely like, "Yo, who's this guy trying to mooch off my family?" And exactly. it was it was pretty clear as day. Like Sammy was just looking for like some popularity and looking to use them. But I think as time went on, he found his purpose while being in that group. So it's like he kind of like felt like family to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they were like, well, not them. It's more so Roman. He's like, you're not our family. Like, I don't exactly. like you. I don't, I don't trust you. That's why you're honorary oos. Never said you're a real oos. You're honorary oos. Actually, um, no, I think he did towards the end. He the took YouTube, the honorary off and said, oops, you're oops now. Yeah. The YouTube channel is a Super Kick Studios, by the way. I, I just remembered. He's a great channel. Check him out. He's getting free press on our podcast. Super Kick Studios, the underlying story of Jay Uso. That video is amazing. I, uh, I want to come back to this title picture because I know Dave has some some stats he wants to throw our way. But... Let's, oh, yeah. Before we, we get did, to that, we let's did, talk about talk the rest about of the, the show. Too. No well, yeah. Chat. Well, before we get to that, let's talk about the rest of the show while we're here on the chamber. Yes. Um, it opened with the, the women's chamber, right? 
Yeah, Which Seb, I disagree. I thought it was a really good chamber. I thought it was really good because everybody came out looking solid. strong. Everybody came out looking strong. Everybody, literally everybody. Like I said, Except I don't think it's bad. It was just fine. Like yes, the job got done, but the match was super. Like there was like, some I oh shit. I mean, we watched it together in Discord. There was some. I audibly went oh shit a couple times. Took two people to take out Raquel. She looked good. Took two people to take out Liv. I mean, that was bound built, to happen. Built her character. That looked good. Yeah, we know. She's wild, yeah, bro. Sure. Like, happy with the... I thought I thought the woman's I thought the woman's um chamber was solid, man, for what it was and who was in it, like how Carmella was being sneaky and stuff like that to her her main character of how she's an opportunist and like almost pulled it off and stuff like that. Oscar winning, of course. We all knew she was gonna win it. But I, I thought it was solid, man. Like to be honest with you, they put on a solid performance. They even did. even even no muscles um Raquel. Yo, she it was she played so, her role. She played her role. Yeah, like, she played her role. Yeah, I, but I hate that. Like, oh, she's a, she's not big, man. Like I'm, I'm telling you right now, she's like big I, for I, the I, woman. I believe she's like six man, feet tall. Man, she she's no yeah you know she's just tall. That's it. But yo, Rhea will fuck the shit out of her. Like beat that pause. Whoa. Beat the hell out of her. Whoa, I said I meant to say <laughs> fuck the shit up out of her. I meant to say that, but I said pause. All right. but um, I think Oscar could whoop her easily. I think that. Not Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan is too small. But I'm just saying, though, like, yo, I hate the way the phrase that kept yeah, saying how, like, big shit. She's not that big. They're shoving her down our throats, for sure. She's for terrible. Sure. Pause. She's terrible. That's not but, a pause. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that actually, that isn't a pause. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> but nah, nah, nah. Nice. But yo, get back to the main point. Yeah, I thought the women's chamber match was solid. That's my view on that. And then, if um, I... go on, oh, Sam. Go ahead. No, if I was going to move on. If I have to rate it out of ten, if, if, to kind of like make my feelings clear on it, it's it's like a six out of ten. That's why I, I give it. I give it. I give it six chair shots. You know what I'm saying? No, it's uh, like it's just not. It wasn't crazy. It wasn't bad. I just I'm in. Like, I give it I five chair shots. I'm not giving it six. It was solid. I didn't say it was good. It was just solid. Well, yeah, that's how I feel. Damn, six is a, six is kind of good though. Like. That's actually good, solid. I, like I give it seven chair shots. I feel like a seven. That's would like be a good. three seven out of. That's shots. like a seven. That's like th- that's like a three star match, bro. I'm just. saying. I was gonna give it a seven. I don't want to start any controversy here, but like some you of are. the AEW matches, you've you, women's matches, you've called pretty good. Seb have just been like that. Ugh. Like if if we replace all those women and put this match in AEW, that would be like the third best AEW women's match they've ever had of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you've come around yeah, like saying like yeah. they, like on multiple occasions like oh it was a good match it was a pretty good match there was, well, uh, there was some matches I thought they were good at least it's more fast paced and they have some creativity with their moves there's just a lot of like generic I mean a, a sunset flip moves. off what's the more, top of the pod is kind of fucking nuts what's more fast paced that, like that, that was like the best that was like the best spot in the match the AW women that was fucking fire that was and fire she kicked, and she kicked out of it that's yeah. Crazy. yeah, that was crazy. The AW yeah. women go in slow motion. So, were you calling that slow fast? Motion some of them do. Some of all them of them. Do. No, not all of them. Bro, that's, that's who all doesn't? Them, bro. Any, any, granted, any AEW show that we've gone to, we've gone to two, right? Yeah, two. I think I've seen like four women's matches, maybe. And we saw I, a decent one Red in the, Velvet in the, was we saw a decent one in the Sheeta versus, uh, one of the deep matches, right? Oh no, deep came out and beat the shit out of her. I don't know. Yeah, she all did. of yeah, the no, women's no, matches. Right, all right. of the women's matches we've seen, 
I didn't necessarily think they were bad, but my first thought immediately was, wow, this is like insanely slower. I think Rio is fast. Rio's garbage. Rio's, Rio no, is not garbage. Oh Rio, my gosh, Rio can dude. keep up with the pace of WWE women. Yes. But she's, she's like also like, I, I know also someone, not believable I know someone she's else so who, who, she's, who hates Rio, Rio too. Also Rio. not believable though because of her size, but go on. She's like eight pounds in like. No, I give him Rio though. I give him Rio. She could keep up with the Rio WWE is fast. Women. Sheeta is fast. No, she is not that fast. She's not fast. She's, She's just not so that she fast. Works, She's all like, methodical. She only slows down if she works with slow people. Like, she like a Serena. It's a whole division. With the Serena D, yeah, exactly. who's more methodical. No, no. Name me a match. She was super fast, bro. Because I see every match I've seen, she's not fast, bro. She's, bro, she's and, like, she's just it, solidly working. Like I will say it, it, doesn't, it doesn't help the women that the AEW men's wrestling style is so fast paced. It also did. Yes, it doesn't. That oh, doesn't. It it's like you're, go, you're going for some like young bucks fucking ladder match where they can't stop doing crazy shit to I'm like not a kind of inconsequential women's match. It that I'm just saying that doesn't help their case when it comes to the pace. But at the same time, I do agree with you, Gabe, that mm-hmm. there's when like we talked about it. I forget what the episode was. It was one of the earlier episodes. We were saying that, like, at the time, Brit, it was really Brit the only slow. one that could even like hold her own in terms of at least. But not like, even the more Brit, I, the more yeah, Brit, not I'm even. Watched, yeah, the more even. that was that was when she was like hot. Just not, they're not impressive athletes. A lot of them aren't impressive athletes in yeah. AEW. Where like you have fucking Bianca Belair, who's like one of the best athletes in all of wrestling, completely. And I know I'm aiming high with that. Like obviously Bianca's up there, but. Fucking yeah, then, Brett, uh, Jamie Hader, I like, but she's not. She wouldn't be in the. She wouldn't be holding a title in WWE. Oh, of course NXT, not. NXT. Of course not. But she's she's Probably one NXT. of the she's one of the best in their lineup, and she's over. So why not? But also another thing too. Again, I just feel like this is very unfair, and I, I, I'm mad we're we're going on a tangent about the women, but. These other women in WWE have a whole training facility. These women had to, in AEW, had to get this on their own. And half of their divisions from WWE. But I'm watching. Half of their I don't care how they ones that are of the ones that are on TV. That's why I'm judging what I'm saying. I'm not fucking making excuses. I'm spending my time. We all work. We all have our free time. I'm spending some of my free time watching them on TV. I, I want to be impressed. But are you fairly watching them though? I am. Yeah, I'm we actually am watching it. I'm watching. I watched the WWE women last night, and you have a fucking seg. You have like a legitimate character building segment with fucking Bailey. Lita comes out. Uh, you have Bailey's crew. Bailey's killing it too with like character. In AW, I feel like it's always a mess character wise as well. The woman but now the that's getting too off track. I'm just talking now about the wrestling. Female, now they got a female I'm, NWO clan going on. With like, first of all. Paige, whatever the fuck she wants to call herself. Remember, she was supposed to be a face, and now she's a heel, and now freaking is ex-WWE people. This, this First of say. all, she, Storm agree with sucks. You. We're Storm starting to talk about creative, like, though. Whoa, whoa, whoa Tony, to. Tony Storm yeah. sucks? Tony, Tony, no, Storm, Tony Storm, Storm is nice. Tony Storm is nice. Why would you say that? The creative for women in AW is fucking terrible. It's fucking boring. 
the, she's I ignored. mean, we'll get to it. The creative in and general for AEW talk. right now is not she's good. Fucking boring. Yeah. No, don't. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second. No, we're no, no, get no, to no, it. No, you no, were no, just giving AEW its flowers last week over the string of great episodes they're having. Now their creatives. No, I didn't say the female. No, no, I'm not talking about talking to me. I'm talking to Gabe. We'll get to it. I'm like that makes no sense now. We'll get to it. Now we're flip flopping. There's been good matches. You're being a flim flam man. I'm not being All a right, hold on, man. hold on, hold on. Pause, pause, pause. Right now. Save that to after we give Gun with his review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go to the All review. Right. Go, go, okay. to the Brock, review. Go, ahead, go ahead. Brock we'll and Bobby. Brock and Bobby. It was fine. Wow. It was solid for it was fine. Bro, was... I, I'm over Brock though. I'm over Brock. Dude, it was it was like a five-minute match. Was, bro, supposed to it be. was German spear. German spear hit him in the nuts. Done. Literally, that's the whole match. That I'm match no, isn't for us. That, that match, match is isn't terrible. for us. It's not for us. We are oh, legitimate. We are legitimate wrestling yo, fans, right? We're, we're nerds. Casual, we're marks. Bro, that match. I'm yo, just saying. Yo, y'all said yo. that was terrible, but he's saying that Rio it gives great matches. She does. Get the fuck out of here, bro. She, she does. Get out of here, bro. I don't think it was I'm a bad done. match. I'm I don't think done. it was a bad match, I'm but. Done. Yo, D- D- yo, a D- 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 is always awful. a little weird. And this is a type of match where now they've had, I think, two matches. They've both had stupid finishes. Every where the last time is- the last time they fought was That's at the Rumble match. and Roman interfered. And then this match, fucking Brock kicks him in the dick. Yeah, and this bro. is every a match, match that we want to ju- ahead. We I'm want making to- excuses for him. Every Brock exactly, match has been scratching ahead. I said it was it's better. Yo, first of all, I thought you were going to hear you right now. You just told me Bro, they literally good. They Bro. pulled out the same moves over and over again, and Brock hits him with, in the That's nuts. It's just lazy. Minutes. And you called that That's a good match. It's laziness, and honestly, that, part of the say, reason we love solid. Roman so much, <laughs> part of the reason we love this Roman Reigns reign so much yeah. is because we had to deal with fucking Brock for so many years and his Shut reigns the were the same up, fucking match every fucking week. Every week. Now you're guffing Brock. Every week. I'm not guffing Brock. Sorry, not every week. You got Brock's whole schmeet in your mouth right now, bro. You got Brock's whole schmeet in your mouth, bro. Every Brock program was the same. Every Brock program was the same. Every Brock match is laid out the same, bro. Coming from a guy who sucked off Darby Allen two minutes before the part started. Because yes, I, I, I never yes, even sir. mentioned. I never mentioned. He's good, hey, man. Oh my God, Darby always gonna give me like... something special. He's always gonna give me something special, man. So always, what? Every, he just drove his body. But get yes, back sir. to it. Get back. Hold on, hold on. Get back to it. Get back to it. The match sucked. I'm staying. It didn't suck. If you say, "Hey, it didn't that's suck." A, that's what y'all say. That's what you. Hey, that's it your. It didn't opinion. suck. It no, was an annoying finish. It didn't suck. It was fine. It was fine for what it was. But what it was, I don't need it. Yes. Inconsequential to be on a pay per view. Hold on, for my yo, for the audience out there, if my mic sounds fucked up, I got you sound good. You sound good, bro. You sound good. You sound the same you usually do. You sound good. I don't know about your takes. I I can hear you. I can hear you clear in your bullshit. Oh my god, coming from anyways, Rio was good. Anyways, (laughs) what's next? Oh my god, I said it was yeah, the next segment. Which I'm a. I said it was solid, bro. Hey. Right, Gene, I agree. Said it was solid. I agree it was solid for what it was. Yeah, Come I'm on, not speaking bro. for them. I'm speaking for me. That just sucked. Yeah, Moving bro. on. Moving bro, on. the tag no, no, match. No, no. We move on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, all right, all right. This better be good. This better be good. Because <laughs> right. sometimes you you're wasting us, our time. And then you're like. Now you, you didn't hear what I count. said. I, no, no, no. I said, you don't tell me. Let's move on. 
this guy. Fuck you. <laughs> You're stained. Okay. Uh, uh, the mixed tag match. Uh, it, that, was like solid. that was solid. That was like fine. Honestly, I, like I remember it. liking it. I can't remember what happened. I know Edge. I agree with that. Edge I, and, uh, <laughs> I remember liking it. Uh, I don't know what happened. Rhea Dude, was okay. about to murder Beth on the steps. Yep. And then yeah, Beth, I remember that part. Oh, 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 um, oh! They had that that tag team finish, didn't Edge and Edge and yeah, the uh, Shatter Machine. That oh, was sick. Hold on. Can I say something? Yo, because that, was, that no, no. that's that's the start of the hints that the revival are coming back. No, 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 no! Stop it. Okay, hold on. I'm glad you said something. Dax need... posted a picture on Twitter hey, with the WWE hey, contract no, no, on no, the no, table. No, no, he didn't. Shush. Listen. Yo, hold on. Let's get to this. Let's get through this part. Today we can go to that. His. his Here's what people need to understand, because a lot of WWE fans love to just fucking go crazy over the littlest shit that doesn't exist. FTR is still coming, contracted to AEW. Everything a- FTR, put out, he goes home. FTR is still contracted to AEW. One, two, Edge That's and who- Beth Phoenix trained with FTR during COVID. They literally live in the same neighborhood. That's why they use their finisher. It has nothing to do with FTR going to WWE. Let's not jump to conclusions. Well, they killed but it. But they are. Sick. It's just And they hint. did kill it. And it was fire. Kill. It was yeah. fire. All right. Um, I'm going to get my take on this fucking match. <laughs> match was, yo, match was solid, but uh-huh. it was parts of, yo, no, can I go? I'll let y'all talk. I'm listening to you. I'm saying, uh-huh. Yeah. It was solid, but in the beginning, especially when Rhea versus, uh, Freaking Beth, that was botchamania. That was like so cringy. How they like it was. I didn't like the match like that. I didn't like the match. I thought the match was in. That's I'll give it like I give it two and a half chair shots out of five. The match was in. That's leaning kind like, of bad. It was, like yo, I it, thought the yo, second half was really good. It started. No, slow, no, the like last five slow. minutes was very good. The rest of the match was. Yeah, yo, was like go back and watch. It was. It, you know what? You know what, Gene. The last five minutes is the most important part. Gene, Gene's kind of getting me there. I'm not gonna lie to you. I it started really off slow. Yeah, I don't really remember the match like that. It wasn't even slow. It just was botchy, man. It was cringy and botchy. I not don't between... mind the beginning being botchy if the match is gonna be over like that and the finish is good. Because oh the match God. was not I don't long. Think, I don't no, think it was it over was, like it that. Was, it was, bro. It was like 15 minutes at most, it including wasn't that entrances. Fifteen is kind of. That's not, not long, injuries. including it's not, it's, not, it's not long. That's a hard it's match. Like five minutes a, before it's four people to, to get moves in. That's not long for four people. It's also not that long when you're watching a six match show or five match yeah. show, whatever. It I was. guess so. Yeah. That's I'm not going to call anything on this card long because I thought it was perfectly paced. I thought it was perfectly. Yeah, I thought it was too. Yeah, that I agree. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts on this match? Sen- no, seems not, like nah. we're kind of split down the middle, but we don't feel super strongly either way. No, we have chin. So after this was the chamber, I believe. That's yep. one of the best chambers ever. Oh, it's one of my favorite matches I've watched. Ever? Everybody came out looking strong again. Like I said, the women's. Yeah. This was definitely better than the women's. The Montez spot was sick where he did the flip. I had never seen that before. That's uh, a fucking chamber match right there. Everybody. Chamber match. Everybody, nah, nah. That's, everybody that's came out looking there was strong. a lot of good spots in that, though. And, Bronson um, Reed. Yes, I saw a video that somebody took in the crowd of him coming out to Raw. I think it was the week before Chamber, and it was si- literally silent. Nothing. You'd think it was some jobber coming out during the commercial break. Nothing. That they man looked like, like a that. million fucking bucks in that Chamber. Because sure Gabe said he was like, "Yo, this guy's kind of nice," and that's when I said in the group chat, I was like, "Back in COVID, 
when I was He's like heavily NXT. watching wrestling. He was in NXT with the North American title, putting on real good matches. And yeah. this motherfucker beat Okada while he was gone. He's I legit. actually didn't know that. I didn't He's know legit. That he beat Okada. That's oh, crazy. Shit. The Rainmaker? <laughs> yeah. He was uh, running on. shit in Japan. He's oh, one of the shit. people you know, that Vince wrongfully got rid of out of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. He was one of those that it was like, it came out of nowhere. And you're like, dude, what the he fuck? He thought he was just fat. And yeah, because he know, came up yo, for, and then he was just gone. It was fucking stupid. Glad you. Right. You know what yeah. I liked about this match a lot, too? Yeah. Nobody got eliminated until everybody was in. Usually, yes. usually, yes. yo, hey, oh, I think I, I think I told Gabe last night, or I told um Adam from the other wrestling podcast, I said, Everybody looked like there was somebody in this match. Nobody looked like a jobber. Nobody looked like a Absolutely. jobber. Absolutely. I agree. Yo, even though you had Gargano in there, who I think is a jobber, I don't like him. Don't like his He character. needed this like match so bad. Come on. Yes, he, yes, he definitely did. needed this fucking match. He sure. needed it. He need- no, bro. in his match, he's great. Yo, don't Johnny crazy, Wrestling but- was back. Bro, the Hurricane yes, Rana off the good. pod. Holy fuck. Oh, I, yes, I thought right. he was going to get powerbombed, and I was setting myself up to like freak out over that because right. I thought that would have <laughs> been crazy. And then he fucking did that shit. Oh my god! Even, I jumped even, up yo, when they did it. I literally jumped out of my seat. Speaking of like somebody who needed this match, Damian Priest needed this match, and he looked good. Mm, From absolutely. The entrance, how he came out to like everything about everything about that, he looked like the Damian Priest, which I was getting behind. And like after He's a this pay per view, yes, after this pay per view, I give you, I give Judgment Day new respect. Man. Oh! Remember, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to say this on the part. I was going to say this to Gabe oh. last night, but I wanted to next say up, on the Darby part. Allen. Darby's next. He's not like it. I'm people. Getting, I'm getting no, no. After yo, like if you notice, Judgment Day like had their hands on his pay per view with the whole mixed tag and then the the part match. Like yo, I'll tell you right now, I, I'm starting. To, I'm starting. To, I'm starting to film just because like Rhea was the truth, and I always like Damian Priest into like. I don't know, to that whole Bad Bunny incident. And I was just like, man, he's kind of like, he's going to be a job. I'm not going to get behind him. But yo, I'm getting behind Damian Priest. Well, and of course, I think Dominic's shit. funny. I think Dominic's funny. That's an idea I heard from Mania. Dominic versus Brock. I still don't like Brock. Finn Balor. I need Dominic, Dominic versus, versus Ray. That's what I need. No, I don't want that. I don't want that. Listen, Ray has to get some type of payback here. He's been getting shitted on all year. Like it's too. Oh, it's, it's too still embarrassing. going. It's, it's still too going. embarrassing. That's what I'm talking about. Like I will also say, Damien Priest, um, after the Bad Bunny issue in between the Judgment Day, he had a U.S. title run that I thought was solid. That U.S. title no, run was, in a in a, like, in a time on? period in a time period when those belts didn't mean shit. They literally didn't. I thought mean it was an okay. I thought it was an. That's a good what run. I'm saying. No, uh, before he got with the like before he got with the Bad Bunny, I was feeling him, and then yeah, like the yeah. whole. He ended up becoming more cartoonish a little bit. And He's then, been slowly like, coming then, back. Yo, well, you're the one who loves Vince. Talk. Vince did that to him. All right, yo, just I just gotta love yeah. Vince. Doesn't mean I love everything he does. Oh, man. I'm not the like way, you with AEW. The way like, you were talking about <laughs> Vince, like, I don't like everything Tony does. I've yo, shitted on Tony yo, on this pod Vince. before. Yo, just because I love Vince, I love the old Vince. I told y'all what he been putting out. We all like the I love the old Vince too. After watching some of this shit this past week, you don't love the old Vince. I do what? Seb's type of shitting on AEW is I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. That's his version of shitting on them. Mm. Where it's, Yo, it's like I'm mad. Nah, we gotta man. keep it pushing, man. We gotta keep this pushing. We gotta keep it. We got a lot to get through. Uh, Match fire main event. Hold on. Rank the this is my second favorite elimination chamber match behind the first one, which was incredible. New Year's Revolution. Yeah. Well, no, it was Survivor, uh, Survivor, Survivor Series, Series in 2002. 
Shawn Michaels, oh, Triple H, yeah, Booker yeah, yeah. T, my bad, my bad, my RVD, bad. Chris Jericho. The New Year's Revolution one though. But you know what else is fire? December Kofi to one. December. Do we forget the Kofi Mania? No. That's where Kofi Mania <laughs> was born. <laughs> no. Which one? The Kofi Mania. Kofi Mania. That's where it was born. When he oh, yeah. That's Ali. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That was another good one. I that just wanted to give one. that uh, give that a little shout out. Yeah. It just had it had a nice build. It was a decently paced match. And then the <sighs> second Montez ju- fell off the top of that pod or fell off the top of the cage, it was just fucking unreal after that. You know what I needed in that woman's chamber? Is the shit that we got here in this men's chamber? Not enough spots. Man, it was solid. Man. Let's get, yo, the was women's solid. chamber wasn't as big of a deal though. Yeah. So they didn't. They weren't gonna have as crazy as spots. Hey, it's a chamber. You go all out, or you or you don't. No, you didn't want to destroy that. Shit I personally don't think women should have a chamber. I personally don't either. But you know, if you're gonna, I have thought them. it was a solid Why? match though. Why? Why? I thought it was a good match. I already oh. said this on the last pod. They don't. I ask you. I'm asking other Katie. shit. What they. Go Why ahead. don't I think? Because I think if you're going to do a chamber in general, yeah. which I, I know that was a great chamber, but what it's missing is the gore factor. I think Elimination Chamber. I'm not like, oh, we need blood. But like, go watch the first chamber. Part of what made it great was the crimson masks that Sean had, that Triple H had, fucking Jericho, Kane's just getting abused. Like it yeah, was. It's war, bro. It needs to be war. That's something. This, Even the second one. That's Even something. This was like, yeah, for sure, Goldberg. Um, but no, um, yeah, my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the women are never gonna do that. Uh, understandably the one with Sasha slow. And it was close to that. Yeah, that's why I love that. Well, one. Sasha's a psycho. But um. That's my that's my take on it. I still thought it was a, a a good match. I still thought it did its job. I thought everybody looked strong in both chambers. Um, and that's where I'll leave okay. it. But I just I don't want to keep going on it. I just I just thought of this. Another reason why I think it didn't really hit for me so much is because what they did inside the chamber they could have just did in a six man match. Whereas the men's chamber they really utilized that fucking chamber yeah. and they went crazy. That's fair. But let me ask um, you this. Let me ask you this though. Let me let, well let, let me let me say this. Yeah. What if they did that shit before the men? It didn't look like the men's copying. The crowd already seen it. Well, that's my like point. Crowd- it's not as important on the card as the men's. So that's why it's that's why well, it wouldn't be as good anyways. Well, honestly, you don't even need two chamber matches. Let's 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 say that too. You, you don't, don't need, need two chamber you matches. Need one I agree. chamber match. I kind of agree. I kind of agree. This should one just thing, be one, like, and it shouldn't even yeah. be. There shouldn't even be an elimination chamber pay per view. This was really good, but yeah, I'm surprised. Triple bring H back no way out. Have some other Thank type you, of pay-per-view. man. I just have it throw, fully throw, throw the elimination chamber on a random pay per view that yeah. when it's like a blood feud, just like there shouldn't just be like a, the hell, a in a hell, hell so. Don't even think there should be in the money bank. I really miss having money in the either. bank at Mania. I really miss having it at Mania. But me too. Me too. Always a good way to start. That's a great way to start. Great way to fantastic. Just something to, to look forward to automatically. It's like boop. We have our Undertaker streak match. We have our Money in the Bank <laughs> Money match. Money in the Bank. And we no, don't have either of those now. But uh, yeah. All right. We got to we got to move to the main event, which was a fucking banger. It had Legendary attitude, match. era feels. The crowd was hot. Sammy oh, got one of the best pops of all time. Roman got one of the best entrances of all time with the fucking they booze. The shit it's just like that him, shit love. him talking to the crowd. He's just a natural heel. It was so good. Um, They fucking killed it. Roman and Sammy are both so good yeah. in the ring. Very good. Uh, but what they are. What's Imagine up? if you know we got saying? this Roman when we needed it. 
in like 2015. We're getting it now. He wasn't ready. Who cares? He, he yeah. wasn't ready. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, that definitely, Dave. That, that, he wasn't ready at that point, anyways. He, he didn't he have his wasn't, beard. He, wasn't he didn't ready have anyways. the veneers. Yo, I like no, nah, not even. He the needed veneers. more time like to be seasoned. No, I like how he went through the fucking fire and came out and look what we got now. We got the best. Right. I don't know if we're makes, here. It makes that. you appreciate this more. Exactly. That, yeah. You don't see that as a as a blemish on his whole career. He has no. like no. He has like a whole because hear me, hear me out, hear me. You uh, let me go real quick, Gene. This is a perfect. This is just like what we were talking about with promotion of the year. Okay, I picked WWE because I thought AEW had a good first half and a slow last half. Mm-hmm. WWE had a slow first half and, and a, a very good lap. second yeah. half. Mm-hmm. I, it's not a blemish because he started shitty and he got better. He improved. If he had this magical heel run and then had a shitty babyface run at the end then it's a blemish because you're ruining something that was good. He fixed something that was shit. Imagine makes you appreciate it more. What wrestler hasn't had a bad start? I was just about to say, I was just about to say, imagine, imagine, first of all, he did have a good, he did have a bad start. Second of all, imagine like a Shawn Michaels when he came the, uh, let's just say the second time around in his career. Those, those, Those first five years were fucking just, Dog shit, and then First he got five better. Years. What are you talking about? No, nah, I said imagine man. that. Imagine that. That's how I feel. They for did though. Like, he did. He he's did in his later go. years now. He's been here for ten years, and he's good now. Well, all right. What about what about Triple H? Triple H came out as Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Max. That, like nobody liked that character. Yo, but that he character changed was, like, the whole wait. character. Roman didn't change. But is that a Roman's a different character now than he was before? This that was the Roman Reigns. I'm the big is, dog. This is the Roman chief. Reigns. This is this is Hunter, Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus is Triple H. H. Yeah, because kayfabe is dead. This isn't nine. This isn't this isn't 1994. What about what about the part is dead? What about why such a bad take? His career, he it's not. It's triple not. H, say, tri- Triple H is he Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yes, Hunter Hearst Helmsley stands for Triple H. But the characters the are thing. different. It's Hunter Hearst Helmsley person. is literally a blue collar French waiter dude the versus, versus the and, game. And, and, and like, what? Dog, what are you saying because, right now? Because Kayfabe is dead. It's an evolution of character. Okay, but Kayfabe is dead. So Who you have five year olds that know that this shit is fake. So if you're five years old and you see Roman Reigns, and then a couple years later, you see some badass that looks exactly the same, but his name is now Joe Anawahi. You're like, wait, that's Roman. People before yeah. could be fucking stupid enough to be like, oh, who the fuck is this guy? Triple H. It like the kayfabe part is dead. So there's no point in changing his name. It's and it's, it, 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 he's gotten okay. so much better. Yeah. Chris Jericho I, had Chris Jericho. I was just saying Chris Jericho had like 18 different phases. Yeah, is that a blemish in his career? He's no, he's elevated. Jay. He's elevated his character. He's grown with his character. Most he didn't, don't get he didn't, until this he point didn't have. Is. He didn't have a terrible first like five to seven years, and then got going. So Drew McIntyre. Like, Drew McIntyre is one. You could say. You could say Drew McIntyre. Sheamus. Sheamus. No, nobody Sheamus, liked him. When Sheamus debuted, he was white hot. No, he wasn't. Nobody liked him, dude. He nobody came in as a him. heel. He was destroying. He was destroying Cena. He was destroying Triple H. Just came in and and Roman came in like that too. Yeah, Roman was lit. Yes, Randy Orton has the same. People cheered Roman when he beat Sheamus, right? Because he's in the Shield. He didn't talk. He was getting his feet wet, and he looked like a badass. But then they 
ripped him out the shield early. He wasn't ready for it. And then they tried to literally focus him to be the next uh, John Cena, be the next the next big guy. Right now, man. I'm lost. I'm so him. lost right now. It's not on him. That's not on him. Though. I know that's not on exactly. him. I never it's not said a blemish it on him. You say it's a blemish How's on him. But it, it's still his career. Job. I can't just say it doesn't exist. I'm not gonna act like it doesn't exist. Every character, every every not every character has a, don't say just that. Undertaker, Undertaker, the Underfaker. What the fuck character was that? Still the Undertaker came out on a motorcycle. That's still the Undertaker to us. Not I big understand evil. that. He was still the Undertaker. That's a blemish on his career because nobody, no, no, you're not getting the point. You're the not big getting dog the point. in Roman Reigns. How's that a blemish on his career? He was still because a champion. Just because you're a champion doesn't mean your career is going great. It doesn't. All right, I can say that about Sheamus when he first came out. When Sheamus first came out, it's about the character development, and they force-fed Roman in front of us, which is not his fault, but they force-fed him and gave him just WrestleMania after WrestleMania when he wasn't ready. They gave him this opponent after this opponent after this opponent for like seven years, and everybody booed him because he wasn't ready. So yeah, it's not a blemish. It all started with Daniel Bryan. It all That's not a blemish on his career. That's a blemish on like WWE history because it's not his fault. He didn't necessarily suck. The crowd just did not like him. They didn't and, want him because they were going against the company. It's not a blemish on his career, be- again, because it's like the same thing with the promotion of the year thing. Yeah, he started shit, but he got better. I would much rather a career arc that goes up than a career arc that goes down. He's also always been good in the ring. Exactly. He never People just didn't want to actually Hold on. I got another one for you. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stunning Steve Austin, WCW. Everybody knew who the fuck he was. Didn't That's a different WWE. promotion, bro. Don't do that. Yo, but it's still master. I am gonna do that. I am gonna do that. You the ringmaster. Ringmaster yeah, was pretty you. decent mid card. That no, is not, bro. Nobody gave a fuck about him like that. And then he had to drop. He was about to get fucking fired until he they, they, they had to say, you well, know what? Drop yes. the million dollar man. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Because they put him bro? with million dollar man so that he could find him. Is that a blemish on his career work. now? Is that a blemish? It didn't last as long. Look, it lasted a whole year. A year versus like seven to Rome. What is this comparison? No. The big so, old, the whole big Roman started getting shoving. Roman, the Roman Reigns shit started at thirty. The Shield ended at two thousand fourteen. From twenty fourteen all the way up to twenty nineteen, that's five years. No one liked Roman, and he was being force fed in front of everybody's face. That's five years, bro. I'm not saying it's Roman's fault at all. Roman's a great wrestler. Let me just put that out there. But his career is still his career. It's been written in history. That's his career. So I just asked a simple question. Is this a blemish on his career? Because it's it's such a long-lasting, like, he couldn't get it. He, did, he didn't, like, he wasn't resonating with the crowd the way they were putting him. He didn't get off his feet for five years. That's a long time, guys. Yo, what are you talking about? When he did he, when he, did he fight Brock at 30? Yo. That's 15? Yo, yo. 15. So that's, no. I'd say four years because that's when it really was like even twenty nineteen around then after like oh pretty much yeah, after the wanna, leukemia then which, you factor in the leukemia so you you, you subtract that too the leukemia yeah I I guess but I mean people Yo, were gonna cheer that hold you on get back on when you brought up hold on hold on get back when you brought up Shawn Michaels two point when Shawn Michaels was champion the ratings sucked they were down they were at his all time it's worst. not about the ratings bro it's about and that the was character. for two years they were that was two three years they were forced feeding to Shawn michaels and like guess what he wasn't the guy but is that a blemish on his career 
Shawn Michaels was great from the oh jump. Oh my god, is that answer the question? Is that a blunder no, in his career? It's not. And they fought better three years. Even and he if was Shawn, not ready. Even if Shawn had a bad year, that's still not nearly as long as he Roman's had, bad. It wasn't just one bad year. Time. Two and a half bad years. And at the time, WWE was going to, well, WWF was going to sink. Is that a blemish? The ratings were already going down regardless. They were going down Stone since, nine, since 97. Stone Cold Stone Cold. But I'm just saying, is that a blemish on his career? Because Shawn Michaels 2.0 is 10 Just because he didn't carry the company? That's what you're kind of saying That's about not Roman what I'm Reigns. saying. That's why I say you don't get it. That's not what I'm saying. You don't Roman's get it. Roman's character yeah. was not you, good you just until 2020 when he came back. His character was not good at all. It's a testament to Roman because nobody has ever been able to endure the amount of heat that he did and recovered to become the best thing in the business for three years. You can say Cena's the only other person. No, because people only really started liking him towards the end of the career, towards the end of his career when he was Mm. out of the world title picture a little bit and he was just putting on bangers. Well, yeah, but that was before the championship runs and that's what people didn't like, the constant pushing down our throats. I think also, never mind. Go on, no, 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 no. People started to like Cena when he wasn't there as much. They like people Cena started because to he like... started giving back to the newer talent, especially with that U.S. title reign. That's what really resonated with people because, like, oh, because the way they were booking Cena, he was, and it's kind of similar to my my Rock take, which we'll get into. But Cena, they had Cena do just these ridiculous things. You had the like stuff like the Nexus. Supposed to be a dominant group loses to to Cena and Orton only five guys against two makes no sense. Or you have Rey Mysterio finally wins that big WWE championship next night, loses it to Cena. Shit like that. That's why people didn't like Cena. It's not so much that they didn't like Cena personally, it's the booking. Yes, it all goes down to the booking, but it's, it's still the same his- thing with Roman, though. It is with the personally, blah blah blah. Yeah, like that's it, it it's is. all about the booking, but I will say. They were right. He is great and he is good. He just wasn't being presented correctly, which is something the fans always said. Turn him heel. But um, right, that's what I'm saying. So I'm it had like, to have happened naturally, and it, it did eventually. Because if you just turn him heel, we're gonna start well, changing the media. Well, I wouldn't say it was natural either. Yes, I can agree with that. It, it that we have it good now. It's great now because they stopped trying to control him being this overblown babyface character this unbeatable character and they took the chains off he finally in the past three years for a good amount of his reign was put into good and believable storylines but it's not that this was a character evolution over time he left wwe because of covid and he re-emerged to beat bray wyatt as a shock at SummerSlam 2020 it's not that his character just gradually morphed into this thank god he got rid bray wyatt am i right fellas yeah <laughs> you're wild but um, he finally, once again, he just got put into a good situation for once, which is always what we as fans wanted from the jump. And to go back to Dave's point, I personally would rather a good career with uh, a few small hiccups here and there versus having a terrible five to seven years and a good three years. That's a much better career scenario. And here's the thing why I asked that, too, because Roman in NXT was a heel and he was a damn good heel. So and then natural when, heel. And then when they brought him in the shield, he was also a heel. So it never made sense at all to be like, move, oh, this is gonna merch. be our big baby face. Let's go push this. It doesn't make but any sense. But he's pretty. I don't disagree with the <laughs> 
that it was it wasn't good for WWE. Was it what I hated most about that time frame? No, I think a lot of that led back to my Brock point. A lot of that had to do with every fucking year it was Roman and Brock or something or in some form or fashion. Most of yeah, most of and it was that's Roman not and Brock. Roman's fault. That's fucking oh, we gotta make this the big and then they'd have Brock go over anyways and it was just a mess for a while and obviously he should just that was Vince at the end of his rope. All right. I, I do agree though that you know he's he because he found his footing now, it's a little more special. But I just like me personally, I can't forget also those just those terrible five years that they tried to force him to be the guy. They should have just let it happen naturally. That's my only regret. Well, yeah, you can have a regret and you're not wrong in saying that. But I just don't think it's a blemish on his career because how good it got. I think it adds to like you said, you just said, you know, you said it makes it feel more special because of how bad it was. I think that's where the focus should be. And we don't get here without that. We don't exactly. get. We don't land in this position without that. In this position's, I mean, already fucking good. You could, you could still. He still could have did the same. It's like, not as special he, though. He still could have did that. Uh, we gotta go back to this match, and then Dave, you're gonna do your timeline. Yeah. This match was really fucking good. Uh, I agree, Seb. At the end, I was a little like, huh? That's it. Everything else was fantastic. Yeah. Huh? Was addressed on Raw. So, exactly. any, what did you guys think about the match overall? I loved it. Match is amazing. Amazing. Dude, Very good. That match, it it's it's already like so I, I already made like the list of uh the year in review for last year. And I'm starting the one for next year now. And, <laughs> Smart. And currently, yeah, because I don't have to spend as much time. But yeah. currently, that match I would say is definitely in contention for match of the year. Um yeah. next next to Will Ospreay and and Kenny it just had everything it felt so old school like the crowd definitely helped for sure oh yeah um, but those reactions were just insane even like the way they picked their spots Roman Roman is the only one not the only one but like one of the few guys who is super great at the last minute kick out the like the the one two and just before he hit three puts his yeah. arm up i don't know how he does it it's like magic but we had a lot of near falls um i think they paced the match very well too like they took us on a ride dude it was it was very like back to basics very old school that's that's what i love about it so man is gene frozen oh you did not move at all for yeah, that was a good crazy. amount of time but what's it called one of the underappreciated parts of Roman is that some of the best promos he's cut has been without a mic in his hand. Whether that's, walk, yeah. whether that's walking away from the ring and talking shit, talking shit while he's in the ring. Like when he was talking to Sammy's wife and he's like, I loved you guys. I wanted yeah, the right. best. And then Sammy's <laughs> wife is like, fuck you. <laughs> Dude's a gaslighter, man. That's what I love yeah. about this character. Like to Roman himself personally. He can do no wrong ever, even though he's like the, the the biggest piece of shit on this planet. Yeah. Oh, during the introductions when they were introducing Sammy and Roman blew him a kiss. That was oh, hilarious. Yeah. 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 That was hilarious. Roman's finally come into his own. It's 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 beautiful heel work. For yeah. Real. And this is setting up that when he does lose and he goes away, films his movies, 
and he's probably closer to part-time than he is full-time. Oh, it's setting sure. up a hell of a face run. Oh, finally. We're yeah, an actual genuine face run for exactly. sure. Oh, I'm fine with Cody where this leads. I'm not, I'm pretty indifferent to it. Um, but some part of me does wish in the back of my head that like a, a, a fresh, newer star takes those titles from him, like someone young. Cause like you can have a, you can almost have like a Brock Lesnar 2000, what was that? 2004, 2003? 2002. 2002. You could have a situation like that where it's like, don't make it forced, obviously. But if you have a younger star come in and just immediately is on go wrecking shit and they challenge Roman and they just take him down, that dude off go is a megastar. That's so rare. That's so rare. That's literally Brock. That's it. Cena, Batista, I guess. They weren't that new to it. I, I think they're in a great spot. I think it's like the Attitude Era. You have Roman. Here, here's the main eventers, right? Yeah. Roman could be a good champ. Cody. Obviously champ. Cody. Cody Seth. Yep. Yep. Drew. Drew. Walter. Seth is like in between. He's like upper mid-card. Seth, Seth is a believable champion, though. We've He's seen a belie- it. Yeah, for sure. He deserves sure. it. Yeah. I think it, is, is that it? Logan Paul and me. Uh, I mean, four is a good amount. Four is a good amount. Um, KO. He's like what in is, between also. He's, he's, a, like, he's an actual tweener for me. He could win a world title, and I wouldn't be shocked. No, and he might be but he's due not for like one. a silly. Yeah. He, he might be due, for, due one. for one. He's definitely if they if one. they split the belts. This dude still never got his payback from getting squashed by Goldberg in 2017. No. He he needs a, a healthy championship run before he retires. So Kevin Owens definitely due for one. So I think those yeah. you got you got yeah, you got like you got four. names there, and that's four guys. And Drew, We've, I guess. Drew, yeah, we mentioned Drew. Dave, oh, okay. Dave, of course, brought Drew up. Uh, and I agree. But that is the next few years. That's the present. In the future, you got Montez on the pipe coming down the pipeline. You got uh, fucking, Austin Theory. You got Austin Theory coming down the pipeline. You got you got young stars. You got Triple H in charge. So I have faith that in the next few years you'll have. But it's there's no need to be like, oh, it needs to set up so and so. I get it. I hate you have to Kenny bring this up. when he inevitably signs with WWE. Get the fuck out! You of got here. Kenny. You got Kenny coming. You got Jay you got White. MJF. Who knows how he does? You got MJF. MJF in what a year. You guys just when that just, company folds, just, go, just going crazy, huh? The bidding war of 2024. Um, it's just you don't need to do that all the time, but this is also a situation where you don't get reigns like this all the time. So if you have a special thing like this, never you can easily set up your future on go. Romans had this title for like two nine hundred days. Was that like three years? It's going to be almost, almost three, three years. years. Yeah. So I'm like, he's had this for three years. We've had our main event scene. I'm not saying we're due for a little shakeup in the main event scene, but it wouldn't be bad to start putting some new guys in there to already kind of get it catered to the next generation. And just to top off my head, Braun Breaker is the guy in my head for like, let's say Reigns does beat Cody at WrestleMania. You better shoot Braun Breaker up to this main roster. He challenges Roman or gets an opportunity. Let's not have him just go up and challenge Roman. Give him an opportunity to face Roman. And then he beats him. If That's Braun a hot Breaker, shot. What? If, in one if, go? 
if Braun Breaker beats Roman Reigns, who's had this title, both titles for three years, that's a megastar. Then he better be fucking amazing because I haven't watched Braun Breaker. He better be a uh, future on very top five guy. Braun Breaker that, is carrying NXT right now. He better be a future top five guy ever if we're going to just be like, oh, here's the title. Greatest title reign of all time. Now it's yours. Honestly, that, that's where we're at with that because he's the, like he, he's the only new guy I can think of. I don't think you can. Ha- There's no reason to put it this, on him just because this, this title reign is too substantial to take a risk with the end of it. Is that a risk? It has to fit storyline yes. wise too. And and um, I, it's take- not put. It's not putting the title on him just because. It's similar to like the when Undertaker had the streak. You should have gave it to someone special who's going to be able to utilize something that powerful for their character for the rest of the time that they're going to be there for the rest of their career. Man, don't put that. Don't put that streak up against what you just said, bro. The you just said you're going to have. Hold on, hold on. I just let you talk, man. I just let you talk for like forever. First of all, you just said Braun Baker. You said you want him to. Take down Roman. What's like, wrong like, with Braun like Gabe, Breaker? Like Gabe just said, you just had this most dominant. First of all, Barbara, not everybody that mama knows. You yo, we're talking. You want to talk about ratings going down? You just killed ratings right there. Like you just shit on. Nobody's gonna give a fuck about Braun Baker being a fucking champion. They bro. will if this guy beats Roman Reigns, who they do know. Who is bro. this guy, Braun Breaker, beating Roman bro. Reigns? Be like, exactly. Who the yo. fuck is this guy? That's yo, so. No. Cr- Sorry, Jane. Go on. I'll let you talk. It's just, yo, what you just said is just the, that out of everything you ever said, that right there is dumb. How? That is dumb, bro. I'm not putting that on him. No. What, bro? Dude, just because he's holding down NXT, nobody watches NXT. I understand no, that. Right. I understand nobody watches Seth, no, do you no, know no, if no, he can no. cut a promo? No, yeah, he, he can't. Can. <laughs> he's promo, not the, what? No, okay, no, okay. Oh, he, he's not the worst. He's not the worst, bro. Don't don't act like he's that's like some, yo, he's like Tamina out there. Shit. Not the that's worst. Some shit do it for me. Would do. Don't that's act like he's Charlotte out do. there. The only way you Man. can take a guy from NXT and do this is if it was prime black and gold NXT. But There's not this, yeah. like this yeah. NXT yeah. has been blatantly deemed a developmental program. Oh, it's, it's not it's the third terrible. brand anymore. It's developmental. So I and again, a title reign of this stature like one of and we're gonna get into it it's one of the best ever especially the modern era you i don't think you can take such a high risk with somebody who isn't proven on the main roster and on a world stage i'm not it. and i'm not saying braun breaker never gets the title ever but yeah we're saying he comes straight from nxt and gets the title maybe after a year if he like is say, it's like holy he shit earns he earns his way to the title and him beating Roman does make him a star because that's that's a legendary reign and you instantly make was a star. Roman a star after he beat like y- you name it like guys we didn't want to see him when well, we that's hated the it thing. Roman didn't earn those in storyline he didn't earn the, they just gave him the title shots like it didn't Pretty make much. sense logically so that's what I'm Pretty saying much. you have Braun come up and get a situation like getting a of something like if they wanted to, just hypothetically, like a king of the ring, or if they want to do like some type of tournament, Braun Breaker wins an opportunity. Sounds like AEW. Braun, yeah, Braun Breaker wins an opportunity. He gets the face. For me, it needs to work storyline wise. It can't just be like, oh, yeah, it needs to be there AEW for a few years. I mean, if earn crazy, your keep. Bro. If earn your keep means he earns it over the span of a couple of years, sure. 
That's another thing with the storyline. But uh, we don't have this, a couple years. With this <laughs> Roman thing, it's been so good that I wouldn't be a million percent shocked if he wins at Mania and if the, it does continue. Would I be a little nervous? Like, oh shit, maybe it will maybe now it's finally could come crashing to earth. Now it's getting a little too long. Who knows? But I I completely lost what I was saying. <laughs> I completely you just say it just doesn't no, no. You're trying to say it does yo, it's just that's just a dumb idea for right now. Like especially yo, you just shit on like the whole Well it's just like let's just take the young the, the best title. guy from NXT. That's literally the what we're saying. I'm just thinking about your future. That's what I'm thinking about. And we don't need to think about that right theory. now. Though. The, the great, the we're gonna get there. The greatest way to build the future is taking a big opportunity like that. Austin That's just hot shotting it though. Than, um, Let him be IC champ and then, then work yeah. his way up or something. Not not everybody has to do that. No, not everybody has to do that, but it can't just be like, all right, next big thing. That's why like you I pick, said you picked the person the next Roman next person, Seth. Uh, Drew, you name it. The the guys now they can share the belt like the Attitude Era, Triple H, The Rock, Undertaker, Stone Cold, Chris Jericho. They all pass around the belt. They weren't all of a sudden like um, fucking Edge. You're getting the belt now. We're gonna put the belt on Edge now. He's the new hot young thing, or whoever was the new JBL hot young thing did in that 2000. To, they did that to JBL. They just gave the belt because like well, freaking I'm... Triple H didn't want to work. Well, oh, that's so th- yeah, that's that's a little later. I'm talking about like oh, 2000, 2001, 1999. Like it was the same guys getting the belt. We're in the now. Yeah. We're in the future that Triple H built. Yeah, technically, yeah, because uh, pretty much the whole roster is old NXT. NXT. Yep. In five years from now, Braun Breaker will be on top probably. But that's yeah. then. That's not like oh well now now it's, it, we can't always be like future future future. That's where I'm at. Yeah, that's why they took it. That's why they took off the uh, money in the bank from fucking Austin Theory because that was gonna happen. And they said, you know what? No, no, no. Well, I think they took it off him just because he's not ready for all that. I don't think Braun Baker. He's more ready than Braun Breaker. He's definitely. He can talk not. better. What he talks better. He wrestles better. What the hell are you talking about? Austin Theory, Theory is garbage on the mic. Yeah, bro. I don't even care for him. On I the say mic. he talks. He doesn't talk. I never heard Braun Breaker on the mic though. I heard Bron, him on the. Here's what Braun. He does. sounds like Scott Steiner's little brother. That's here's, what he sounds like. Here's what Braun does, and I, I can see why Gene would think like this, because you don't know how I think. I I, just, I could see why. If if this, is I'm, I'm watching. I'm looking at him right now. Braun. Right Braun does a type of promo that fits his character, where. He's going to say few words, but it's believable because he's going to beat your ass. He's not, you you're not going to get a long, drawn-out promo from Braun Breaker. He's going to be like, I'm coming down, blah, 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 yeah, and you're, you're going to get dipped in the dirt. Like, shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Like, that's Braun that. Breaker. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. That's a work bro. in progress. That, well, it's not terrible. Yeah, it's a work in progress. It's a work in that's progress. why I say he's not a bad promo. It's, it, it fits for his character. That is bad. It fits for his character. We got to keep it moving. Keep, this is all pushing. hypothetical. All right. This is all hypothetical. Maybe on the Dave. next, maybe on the next, that could be up there for development. Because you know, he, he reminds me of a person that didn't work out already. Ooh, that's Braun. Yeah, Braun. No, except for like not fight style. No, no, it's fight style. No, I'm just saying. Oh. Once his face didn't work out, um, he was with the Miz and shit. He ended up hosting the fucking oh Alex Riley. Riley. He was terrible. No, nah, no, not Alex Riley. Um, this is recently he hosted with Gronk during the COVID time. I oh, he was supposed to be all, all Mojo hype. Rally. 
Oh, Mojo he was always he bad, talk. bro. Even in NXT. Yo, yo, he talks like that, though. He no, talks Mo- like that. The bit. difference with Mojo Rowley is he was like, oh, look at me. I'm a hype beast. Look at me. Oh, like, no, no one cares about that, bro. Like, what is uh, what you got that, that, yo, we got, we can talk about that. Braun actually we kicks ass. Exactly. Yeah. There's that, too. Nah, I'll give you that. That's what I said. All right. I'll give you that. Dave, I want to hear about this. T- I, want, I want to hear the details on this title run. I have the whole okay. list, by the way, Agreed, of this title been- run. So, if you want the list, I have the list. Okay, all right, <laughs> all right. My, so, fault, my fault, big player. <laughs> See this coat? You think I ain't ready? My fault. Anyways, I, I was doubting so you. For, so, for the listeners, the other day in the group chat, I believe it was after the chamber. Yep. We said, I don't know if it was me, I don't know if it was Gabe or Gene. It was Gabe. And it was Gabe. This is how said, started it. <laughs> we basically said that this is one of the best title runs ever. No, and wait a second. Eh, Gabe rewind. did say something like rewind. that. Rewind. He said, this "I said the- this is the best title run I can. I think. Well, here's how I feel. It's the best title run I can remember." Yeah. He said, "You That's can remember since since what? You said this is the best title run you can remember since Daniel versus the Authority, all the way back in oh, 2013. Oh, best storyline. This is a better title run than. I mean, Daniel didn't really have the Daniel belt. Right, like title run sucked. So I think I'm comparing you this story. This is the best storyline yeah, since true, that." Oh, storyline, yeah. yeah, but you said we're title talking run. title reign. Well, title run, it's better. That's not even a hot take. Daniel's title run wasn't was short lived. This, this is better than Daniel's run, but you said this was the best title reign since. Continue, Dave. I got some numbers. Okay, so Go Seth went on to say he doesn't something along the lines. Paraphrasing, I don't know exactly. He doesn't know why people are saying that this reign is as legendary as it is. Uh, wait a Look second. at the names he beat. Wait, wait, wait. That, that flipped a switch in my head. Not gonna lie. So I immediately went on Google. You can, say your, that, but, uh, you can say your piece. You can say your piece. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, if please, I was please. wrong, you can correct me. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go so ahead. I went on Google and I looked up Roman Reigns title defenses. I went through the list. I see 25 matches. That were, you know, substantial matches. Not all of them are universal title matches or W or championship matches. One was include the War Games match. Include the War Games match. I include his two Survivor Series matches against Drew what, and Dave? Not not for the titles. Dave, I hate to interrupt. I'm sorry, but I found the text to confirm what was said. Should okay. we say that before we get to your timeline? Yes. This yeah, timeline yeah, that's yes. been pushed back the past 40 minutes. I'm sorry. It's fine. All right. I'll get I said, <laughs> here's what I said at 1236 a.m. Uh, Roman's the best champ they've had since who knows when. And Seb responds, best champion since Daniel. And I'm taking heel Daniel. No, I'm talking heel. You're talking about the heel Daniel Bryan, the hemp belt. And Dave goes, this is better than that. This is all time. Seb goes, gassing. Daniel the all time had his, was crazy. Daniel had us reeling. No, all of not. all of Roman's re- reign, all of Roman's reign, he has a one clean. And before Sammy, it was inserted into storyline. And before Sammy was inserted into the storyline, it was getting stale quick because Vince was giving up on it. Daniel versus Which Edge versus Roman was the highlight of it at the time, and it's and it was starting to wear down. Sammy revived it. It was not consistent the whole through and through. I don't forget. I said Roman Kevin was great in the whole storyline. In the whole storyline, it's the best shit since Daniel versus the Authority. I was sleeping during all this bullshit. Yes, you were. Yeah, you you definitely was. You were out like a light. Uh, <laughs> I want Dave to get through the timeline. So after he does that, 
I will get in detail okay. what, what 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 we mean here. But go ahead, continue. So I have some numbers. So I included twenty five matches. Some of the matches I didn't include would be some six person tags, just some kind of sort of you know in inconsequential matches. Mm-hmm. But matches I do include are all of his title defenses, and I believe. Maybe the only one I didn't include was the War Games match. Or no, that I didn't. No, the you War Games match, the War Games match, and the two Survivor Series matches, I believe, are the three matches that I included on here that are not title defenses. Comes up to 25 matches. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. 15 of those 20. Now, I know star ratings aren't the seconds. end of the world. Star ratings aren't the end of the world. It's, it's, you know, people like what they like. People don't like what they don't like. It's whatever. But 15 of those 25 matches are at least 4.25 stars. And a handful of them are four stars. The worst match he had is Goldberg. Fair enough. Easy. They needed to do that match. Realistically. Why did they need for, to do that? Because fuck Saudi Arabia. They did it in oh, Saudi yeah, Arabia. That was Saudi Arabia. So get that shit over with because you knew they were going to do it. That was two stars. The second worst, worst match was Brock. His first match back. And Crown yeah. Jewel, which was three stars, which three stars is a match you enjoy watching, but it's nothing crazy. Everything else, he has a few 3.25, maybe a couple 3.5. At least I think it was 18 or 19 of those 25 matches are four stars or better. High points, the only low points are Goldberg and a couple of the Brock matches, like Mania 38, big letdown. It was like an eight minute match to end oh, a yeah. great Mania weekend. Yeah. Goldberg. And then the other Brock matches were okay. Some high points. Because you were saying that a lot of inconsequential feuds. Something along the lines. You have KO. They had a great trilogy. And then the Royal Rumble match was great. So that's four great KO matches. I like, I like you, the KO one. You have the Sammy stuff, which again, all-time storyline. Absolutely. Unbelievable. You have Brock at SummerSlam. Yes, a very gimmicky match. The dude brought out a fucking tracker. That was their best but match. it's one of the most fun matches I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. You have the start of it, Jay at Hell in a Cell. Yes. One of the best cinematic pieces I've been able to see in wrestling. Just mm-hmm. unbelievable. And I their clash too. of the their clash of uh clash the champions match after that. Nobody really remembers, but it was a solid match. Yeah, you just reminded me of that actually. Yeah. You have the Daniel Bryan matches, <laughs> yep. which that includes all of them. Let me find it here. That is he had Mania. Two on SmackDown and Mania. Yep. So they fight at Fast Lane before. For Mania. Yep. Then they fight at Mania in the triple threat, which is a fucking great match. Great match. And then they fight on SmackDown, which, which is also a great match. Daniel Bryan's last WWE match. Also, mm-hmm. fun fact the first match Roman used his current entrance. Oh, fucking unreal match. Just a little tidbit. Um, not really a feud. The Matt Riddle match that was on SmackDown, fucking unbelievable match. I'm I think that was four, a four, yeah. four and a half stars. One That's thing that Seb match. said was the Cesaro match. I get what you mean by he was jobbed out. He was not jobbed out. It was a good match. Cesaro, he's good in the ring, the but there's a like reason. He was never going to be a t- champion, so I don't He was care. never going to win. It's because it was COVID, sort of a limited roster at the time because they had been releasing so many people. He was hot with the crowd. They gave him his moment in the sun. They had him fight after, I think it was after Mania. I think it was WrestleMania backlash. It was after Mania, yeah. Yeah, and it was a good match. 4.25 on five. He was not, I wouldn't say he was jobbed out. You have the Finn matches, which the finish to the Extreme Rules Ooh. match was fucking stupid. But the match before that was solid. But again, extremely stupid finish. But the other high point, 
I'm going to give him a little bit of appreciation. The Logan Paul match was fucking fire. Oh, that shit's great. That it's shit was fantastic. Fire. That Logan and then you Paul have, match, one of the best ones. You have the War Games mm-hmm. matches, the Survivor Series match against Drew, which was a very good match. And a lot of the matches I just said were done in front of no crowd. Nobody. They had nobody to work off of. You have the fake noise. Who knows if they can even hear the fake noise while they're taping? <laughs> because they could just be told they're going to boo now. They're going to cheer now because they can see them. Who knows if they can hear them? A lot of the wrestlers said exactly. they, were just, they were just wrestling in like empty arenas pretty much. Exactly. Luckily, Roman didn't have to deal with the performance center. That, oh. like, he, he came back during the Thunderdome era, which was definitely a step up. Sorry, hold on. A, l- but, a little off track, but it's related to, to that. I, when I showed y'all the um, Renee interview with Daniel, Daniel in that interview was like, oh, the worst part I hate about COVID was wrestling in the Performance Center. Because honestly, I'd rather wrestle in nothing. But when you wrestle in the Performance Center, now you're in front of a bunch of people who don't necessarily care. They're cheering because they're told to cheer. No, it, it pissed, their, it pissed their, the fuck out of him. But continue. Yeah. So the heavy majority of these matches that he's had with this title have been good or very good to great matches. He's had one bad match, one bad match because the second worst match was an okay match. And it's not even just the matches, the wrestling, especially in WWE sometimes can be secondary because it is sports entertainment. The promo work, the segments, the storyline, Everything about this has been presented so well. Again, a large majority of it without a crowd. And he's been working the crowd so well. And he's, they gave him Paul Heyman as a mouthpiece. And it took him maybe a couple months working with Heyman to then not need Heyman. Heyman really doesn't even talk that much anymore unless he's in person alone instead of Roman. So it's just everything that goes. It's the storylines. It's the individual segments. Some of the the just hilarious and best segments the matches have been great and it's been three years and you said it was getting stale but it never got stale okay and i think vince only wanted to i think vince only was thinking about taking the belt off of him not because he was getting sick of it but because he he was especially old old vince that we had to deal with he was big on some shock factor bullshit like fucking day one where he had a great match all of a sudden Brock wins in two seconds. Some bullshit like that. I think he was looking for the shock factor of taking the belt off of Roman. All right. Dave, tell him, Dave, never, never steal. All right. Here's here's what I was First of all, most of what you're saying, I agree. A lot of matches are good. However, it's not just about matches for me. It's about the week-to-week story and where shit is going. And that adds to the match. The match is more than wrestling, like you said in your explanation. So I look at this whole reign and I go through, I have the whole list in front of me too. And I actually, because I knew this conversation was going to come up, I circled the portion of this whole entire reign that I thought was, was whack and where oh it was starting god. to drop off. Oh my god. Um, so like I said in the text, I don't know if you guys saw that. Here's how Roman's reign goes in the past three years. The beginning, fire. The middle, eh. The ending, 
or this this end portion phenomenal that middle portion that's eh is really what bothers me and the only reason why it's bothering me is because people like to do this a lot even not with just roman just in general we tend to overblow and say this is the greatest thing of all time this is this is better than such and such and such and we're ignoring the really really bad stuff that happened like really bad this middle section you had them Finn Balor matches why is Roman Reigns not not even Roman Reigns why is Finn Balor bringing out the demon to face Roman Reigns and then lose that was just a terrible booking decision altogether and that feud with Finn wasn't good the Cesaro shit Cesaro has a great showing at WrestleMania. Finally, this guy gets a much-needed spotlight on WWE television, and he gets a championship opportunity with Roman, and he loses in like eight minutes. I don't know about you. That doesn't constitute a great match to me, where you have a guy who, at least, at least, if they gave him like 15, like 20, like how they're doing with Sammy, I'll be like, all right. You know, Cesaro wasn't going to win the title, but at least he got, a like, a spotlight. But they gave this dude little to nothing. This is eight minutes, including the entrances against Roman, and he loses. That's why I feel like it's a job. So there's that. The Rey Mysterio food was terrible with Roman. The Rey Mysterio feud was not good. The Biggie title reign... He had some Roman stuff going on with that, and we all know how we feel about the Big E title reign, too. There's that. We also had the Edge stuff. I'm indifferent. Sometimes it, it depends on how you like your wrestling. I already said when after that Money in the Bank match, me and Gabe watched it here. I, I remember Gabe can say what, what he thinks. I just remember that we were both watching this match, and we were just like, for for those listening, I'm shrugging my shoulders. It's just like whatever. And I actually remember actually falling asleep during the Edge and, and Roman Reigns match at Money in the Bank. I didn't personally like it. The feud was cool. The feud I wasn't was crazy cool. about it either. But Seb, back to the Cesaro thing. Where are you getting the eight minutes? Are that was like, quick. It was 32 minutes long, Sebastian. Plus commercial? It was a backlash. No, they had a wow. match on SmackDown. Wow. They had a match on SmackDown. It was a match. Are we not going to talk about the pay-per-view match they had? Nobody gives a fuck about the SmackDown match. The yeah. pay-per-view match the at SmackDown Backlash matches, was fire. He had a championship opportunity on SmackDown against Roman. He also main evented a pay-per-view for 30 you, minutes against Roman. A backlash in front of nobody? It's a fucking pay-per-view. It doesn't matter if it's nothing. It's a pay. I would rather fight at a fucking main event of a B pay per view than main event of fucking SmackDown. If I'm a if I'm a fucking wrestler, thirty John, minutes. John Cena at SummerSlam. We could also differentiate on this. Depends on how you like your wrestling. I thought that match was a snooze fest at last year's SummerSlam. I wouldn't call it a snooze fest. We were definitely locked in, but it was a weird match. I wasn't a big fan of it. Those two, even back to their their no way. Was that No Way Out or No Mercy? Uh, no Mercy. They had a great, like, feud then, but even that match was just, like, they just don't gel. Cena and Roman don't gel. Finn, I already ca- talked about Finn. 
Brock Lesnar, crown jewel. You think it was fine? I thought that match was terrible. Most most of Roman and Brock's matches are not good except for the SummerSlam match. It wasn't that bad. Uh, it wasn't that bad. I'm being real. What do you want the me to say? I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue your opinion. I'm just saying I, I think it was, it was not good at all. Um, it's the same as not and, bad. And, and it, it, it kind of goes back to Gabe's Brock Lesnar point throughout this, throughout this podcast. Um, Sami Zayn on SmackDown. I remember this vividly. This before Sami Zayn was getting hot with the Bloodline storyline. He had a championship opportunity on SmackDown against Roman. And I also left that match with the same feeling like Cesaro. Why is Sammy even in this situation? Sammy was a jobber. Yeah. Exactly. Old, he's been pulled out of he's, a jobber. he's been pulled out of obscurity in this incredible storyline. He has, but that doesn't mean I'm just gonna erase what happened. He had a match with Roman. God, man. He There's had nothing to do with Roman. Roman. There's nothing to do with him. It's in it's his a reign. random smackdown. Let me it's hear in this. his reign. Sebastian, though. here's what I want to hear. Talk about the legendary Daniel Bryan hemp belt run because yeah. it was so legendary and so memorable. I want to fucking Nobody hear remembers. about it because I can't remember a thing. I think he fought AJ Styles a few times and then Kofi Mania, obviously. Mo- most of the reign, I that will say it. this. I will, I will say this. Most of the reign is not as long as Roman, obviously. But length doesn't always equate. That's fine. Just, obviously, that's this is a very, yeah. this is abnormally <laughs> long. It's a very long, it's yeah. a very long reign. I want to hear that. specific. I want to hear you specifically what's what's what was Daniel's so reign was. Ryan Daniel Reigns was like his reign was like five months. Majority of it, he faced AJ Styles. All of them were great matches. And Who then have a good match. And then and then he had exactly. And then he had a shitty short middle of it where he was paired up with Eric Rowan. And they were doing some random bullshit. That I don't give a fuck about that. And then the Kofi Mania shit. You take out Kofi Mania, it's another title run. It's just another title yep. run. Daniel's work, his heel work in that reign. Great. So you're not gonna say it was work? great. What about it was great. Roman's, Roman's heel work in this title reign is also is great. Some of the best ever. It's it just great. is. It is. And everything obviously, about this title reign is better than I'm not knocking Daniel Bryan's Bryan. matches. Ten times one better. of the greatest wrestlers of all time. But it's just like, no, it's not comparable to this reign. And then no. and then we got Goldberg Elimination Chamber, also bad. Brock yeah. Lesnar WrestleMania 38, also bad. Matt Riddle. You're good. That was good. That match was unreal. If you watch that I, match did you was watch good, it, bro. I it was know. a sick match. I did watch. Don't, it. Okay, they don't even make a face. I'm not. Please, I, 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 I it's a match it's I would actually I recommend to go watch. I, I you can't say I don't think good. it's bad. You didn't watch it. I did watch it. That match was real good. You just said you uh, didn't watch it. What are you talking about? I said yes, I did watch it. I thought you said no. I might just be an idiot. No, you're not an idiot. But oh, thanks. I'm. I'm. I'm like. I'm like this with the match. I. I like it, and I, I go back and forth on it. I don't think it's terrible though. It's not in that chunk. Um, and then, yeah, that's oh, it. Bro, and then uh, the beginning is is Jay Uso. Oh, Braun Strowman too. Man, this that, but, this this time range ten times better than that fucking day of All those matches I named. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 
12. We disputed a bunch of them. Out of the 25. That's like half. You also also picked eight. Also, you're naming SmackDowns. We haven't had a champion that actually. Let me fucking finish. We haven't had a champion who hasn't, who has actually competed on SmackDown since Daniel Bryan in 2018, probably since Kofi. So, of course, there's going to be stinkers. You can't remember the Daniel Bryan stinkers because we didn't go in depth on that. I already named the stinkers. I told you. You If we go match by match, you were just like, oh, he had a bad feud. I said there was a middle portion. There was a middle portion of the rain. I'm talking about the rain in totality. That rain wasn't good. Roman has had great programs with multiple guys that I can count. He has. On more than one hand probably he and when has it comes, right and i cannot say the same for any other wrestler in the past decade i'm just saying we're overrating period. a little bit bro we're not because to it's say, 900 days to, to, it's been a to, phenomenal storyline i didn't i just say length doesn't matter i'm saying it's could. impressive the length it's been it's impressive that i can't really find holes in the storyline in that it has to become stale and and to add on to dave's point there was reports going around at one point Vince thought that the title reign, like there was nowhere for else to go. It's not going anywhere. And he was contemplating giving it to Brock. So now, because Vince now is we're a fucking Vince, idiot. Now we're using that's Vince no, as no, uh, no, no, that's because Vince is an idiot. No, but I mean, but dude, there, was a, knows, there, was, there was a portion where it was like, where is this? Where's the shit going? There's and also been that, reports that, for a bunch of shit. It was that middle section. It was that middle section that I'm talking. You also about. don't know if that's actually true, right? I yeah. don't. They've reported I don't, a bunch but, of shit. I, but but I know what I watched, and I'm saying that middle section was stale. Those fuse that he had in that middle portion of the whole reign were stale. I'm not saying the whole thing has been stellar, but that's what it feels like because they're saying this is the greatest reign of all time. That's crazy. I didn't say it that. I said crazy. it's the greatest reign I can remember. Any other since, reign would have gotten since I can't remember, Seb. I can't remember. It's probably before I even started watching wrestling. Maybe there was a Randy Orton. Like, I can't remember a reign this good. That's so not me say- saying. So, what? Oh, no, continue. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be ignorant and be like, it's the greatest reign of all time because I have not been watching wrestling for fucking 80 years. But I can say in the time I have been watching wrestling, this is the best reign I have seen. I can't remember the championship feeling this important. I can't remember the storylines being this well written. I can't remember a champion who's been presented this well, can talk on the mic, uh, ha- and have great matches with multiple people. Because, he like you said, took- that, that that's that's uh definitely fair to you. I took the statement in general. You came out and said this is the greatest reign since blah blah blah. And I'm like, yo, remember. I'm like, let's not forget. AJ 2016 was carrying that brand. It's better than that. You know you were on the edge of your dick with AJ's reign, bro. All right, Sebastian, I wasn't on the edge of my dick. I I enjoyed it, but we're talking about (laughs) James Ellsworth and Dean Ambrose? Yeah. We're comparing that to this Sami Zayn shit and the Kevin Owens shit we've seen in a WrestleMania match with Edge and, and Daniel Bryan. Like, all that stuff that's happened in this feud... We're talking about James Ellsworth here. James Ellsworth with a uh-huh. part of that feud. It was yeah, good, Sam. And I'm not yeah, saying it was bad. I enjoyed it. If you got two of these, this. But that's the but that's that's the thing. Now now you're bringing up bad shit in the rain. I'm also bringing bad shit that was in Roman's reign. Well, I'm it's telling you why thing. it's not comparable. I'm pointing out. It's a title out, reign, is it not, bro? No, I'm saying your that that AJ feud was that was he had a good reign. 
but I remember Cena. He had good matches with Cena, and he had good matches with Dean Ambrose. And I don't even know if we're talking about the same reign here because there was some flip flopping of the belt. Um, not crazy flip flopping. Not crazy flip flopping. But there was flip flopping of the belt. They weren't super long. Again, I'm not just talking about length. The only the, when it comes to length, I'm just saying it's impressive that it's not stale yet. Oh, in regards to Roman. But with those title runs with the AJ Styles, it's like, yeah, it was good, but there would be nights where I'm like, okay, this is silly. With the, like James Ellsworth costing whoever a title match. Like that the belt the did not part, felt sure. the belt did not feel as important then as it does now. I don't it didn't. It I, didn't. I, I would say if you're talking about like Brock, yes, that it definitely didn't feel like that. I felt like that was the last time AJ's reign that the 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 WWE championship specifically because that's what you had felt important. And also with Daniel's planet run, the belt felt important. Otherwise, it it otherwise, really otherwise, it? It, otherwise did. It? it did. It did. But it, not as much no, as no. my point is not as much as it does now. In Seb's defense, that is the WWE title. Roman has both belts, but still. Right. I'm still talking about one champion comparing it to other champions. We've had other undisputed champions, uh, which were not good, which were good. Yeah. Brock Roman took the universal title out of the dirt. It was that too. And now it's the most important title. And not only that, he's now made the WWE title even bigger. The titles now mean something again. Absolutely. Which is absolutely a big deal because that universal title it has is. been dog shit since day one. Absolutely, since I'm it not... was since it was underneath that fucking felt in Mick Foley's fucking hands. Don't don't get me wrong, I love this reign. This is Roman's best part of his career ever. But what I'm saying is, let's not act like this reign is God given perfect because it's not. Never said it was perfect. We never said it was perfect. We that's just said what it was... the feeling comes out that's, like. But that's not on me because you feel that way. That I never said it was perfect. Nothing's perfect. There's never been a perfect thing in wrestling ever outside of maybe Undertaker Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 25, but well, that's one match. To say it's the greatest reign yeah. of, all, of all time, like it's the definitive greatest reign. Greatest like reign I can you, remember. We're naming- we're asking so you're putting they, words in my they, mouth. They like, they I can one. remember. Like, and when they I said this one. is all time, that's not me saying it's the greatest of all time. That means it's one of the greatest of all time. It's the best of the past 20 years. It just is because the two. Okay. Past 20. Whoa. CM Punk. What happened in CM Punk? I remember a Kevin. I remember the summer of punk actually not being that good. Exactly. CM Punk himself was cool as shit. He was over as shit. But the belt, the run, it was riddled. Maybe that's not even CM Punk's fault, but it was riddled with a bunch of bullshit. He got cashed in on after getting his ass beat by old ass fucking buckled knee Kevin Nash. He didn't even end up fighting Kevin Nash, and, and he, he got fucking, beat by Triple H. And he and he got beat by the fucking Rock. But I I want to rewind real quick. I want to yeah. He got cashed in on after getting his ass beat by Kevin Nash. Anyways, mm. I want to I want to backtrack just a little bit. The two reigns that you brought up, I have on my phone. I have the reigns. Yeah. Daniel Bryan starts with him turning heel, kicking AJ Styles in the dick on a SmackDown. Yep, I remember then that. Then it was Daniel Bryan against AJ at TLC. Yep. And then Daniel Bryan against AJ at the Royal Rumble. Yep, I remember that. Too. So that's two defenses. Yeah. 
They wow. spend it over. They then he has the then he has months. the elimination chamber, which is a great chamber match. That chamber, I forgot. But about not that because team. of him, not because of him, because of Kofi. Well, Kofi shined because of Daniel's reign, though. Da- the whole story with Daniel was he was being hypocritical because he was called the B plus player for years, and now oh, to yes. be the champion, okay. and then treating Kofi like Daniel that? played a great part. Kofi mania was inevitable, though. Yes. Without Daniel, then, that's not happening like that. Bro. So that, that's th- that's three title defenses. That's three title defenses. No, it's better with Daniel Bryan. It is. I agree. Then the triple threat match at Fastlane, which again is about Kofi because they didn't. He wasn't in the match. He should have been in the match. That was mm-hmm. part of the lead up to Mania and then the Mania. Mm-hmm. So that's five title defenses, which yeah. two of them that's are against the same person. I said it wasn't person. as long. Two of them are against the same person, and two of them aren't about him. If, right. I mean, Daniel, Daniel's, bro. It's better because of him. I'm not what, saying that. I know, but if but you like, take out, you have two matches against AJ Styles, and then you have Kofi Mania. The that, rain was about yo, Kofi. Yo, 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 respectfully, can we not do that? Can we stop with the hypotheticals? Look, I'm talking about the rains and their content as a whole for what they are. You guys keep bringing, you keep bringing up without this there, without this here take out this etc for every other reign i'm mentioning i could do the same thing i could i could say without the bloodline without kevin owens matches without the feud with daniel and so on i'm being as clear-cut about this as i possibly can be just taking rain versus rain what the rains bring to the table how much substance they had all the rains were not perfect at all you said it yourself dave but it's because of that i'm saying let's not act like this one is i think you guys make a fair point but I'm like, I'm just not overblowing the rain or honestly, it may be too soon for me to even say this is the best rain of so-and-so years. Personally, I feel like you guys are giving me recency bias with this. I love the CM Punk rain in 2011. I, I love the AJ Styles rain and I love the hemp belt stuff with Daniel. Yo, Seb is the only person that would probably say that was like the best fucking I'm not saying title it's the rain best. Rain it was a good run. It was a it great was. title reign, but it's not it on. Great. My point is, it's it not on this okay. level. I, it's definitely when, not on this level. When Roman loses the belt, this title reign is not going to be because of Cody Rhodes. Or it's no. not going to be for Cody Rhodes. It's not going to be about Cody Rhodes. This whole fucking reign is about Roman Reigns beating everybody. That's fine. Not all, not, 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 not all title reigns have to be structured the same. He's Thanos. He, he is I'll, I'll agree with Roman Reigns is the greatest final boss WWE's ever seen. That's a statement I, I don't feel that's overblown. That's almost a bigger hard take than than what I said. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not. Ever? No, yes, it's it not. is. Seen? No, because it's that's not. not just titles. That's everything. You're talking uh, about final boss. Final you're boss. About, bro. You're talking about Undertaker. He might not be Stone wrong. Cold. I'm not wrong, bro. What do you mean Stone Cold? Stone Cold still runs. Stone Cold was wasn't final boss. Stone Cold wasn't final talking, boss. You're talking about. This is about Stone Cold's heel. We're talking about Brock. Stone Cold's second well, that's what a final boss run. means, Gene. The the main villain. Bro. The final bro. boss, bro. First Rips. of all, no, it doesn't have to. Sometimes it don't even have to be that. You ever played like Devil May Cry or something like that? You ever play other games where you're actually the fucking... You ever play Dark Souls? Actually, I haven't played Dark Souls. What the fuck? You could be good or bad. What the fuck? It doesn't mean like, yo, yo. Sometimes... Um, that's going off. We're going off topic. Like, that's not even the right part for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just about to say, like, sometimes, like, when you play video games, the final boss is actually a good guy. And the whole time, you're the bad guy. I mean, you're the good guy. 
Like, shit like that. Like, I'm just saying, it fucks with you. Like, you can't sit there and say, John Cena was the final boss for how many years? And he was good. Yeah. And then what I want to say about AJ's reign, you were talking about his year-long reign, right? Yeah. That's the yeah. one you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. The biggest problem with me is that during Roman's reign, no yeah. matches, even the Brock match at Mania, I didn't really have expectations for it. None of these matches have None disappointed me. And AJ's reign included. Ugh, uh, now I was not watching. I was not watching wrestling at the time, so I don't personally understand it. But I've heard a lot about it. One of the most disappointing matches in recent time with that Mania 34 match. That oh, was supposed yeah. to be the yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, mean, that means that, that, is, that Mania is bad. And that so it's almost partially his fault for being in that match with Shinsuke. That's what should have made Shinsuke. And they had a bunch of bad matches, actually. They, they had they, a bunch of underwhelming matches. That, was, that wasn't that, a good I, I, I can't I can't defend I can't defend AJ on that because they should have had a banger five star classic and they just didn't. Uh, just like Wrestle Kingdom, but yeah. no. Let me no, refresh the memory of this title match. run. That's why yeah. I was excited for it. Let's go over mm-hmm. this title reign real quick. We're most likely not gonna be able to talk about Tony. And all the other stuff because it's been long enough at this point. But I don't know if we need another. I got time. I got time. <laughs> so it <laughs> starts right at this point. I got time too. It starts with a godsend of AJ beating gender. Oh, and then that he was def- great. Oh and then goodness. he beats gender at Clash of Champions in yeah, a twenty-three minute match. Boss. Apparently, that match was at the Garden. <laughs> yeah, it cool. was. Which a 23 minute gender match, even with AJ Styles, does not sound very fun. <laughs> then he has it wasn't that two, bad. Then he has it the two on one, the two on one handicap match against KO and Sami Zayn. Yep, remember that. Then he has the six pack challenge, which I feel like I've heard about this the match. Six pack challenge was crazy. Yeah. Now I am I'm reading this off because right, right. I know nothing about this reign. Right. right I'm right. trying to hear you're coming about. from outside outside yep. looking at. I can't then, remember shit about what have, actually happened storyline wise though. Then you have I went, AJ to one of, I went to one of those title matches. I went to one of those title uh, defense. You have AJ Shinsuke at Mania. Terrible. Then you have AJ Shinsuke in a double countout at also the greatest bad. Royal Rumble. Also bad. Also bad. Also bad. Then you have AJ against Shinsuke at Money in the Bank in a last man standing match. Which was keep in only- mind, this feud is entirely about dick and balls. That yeah. I do remember. Yeah, that too. Um, that that was. This isn't only... even AJ's uh, good. This is not even AJ's the reign we should be talking about. AJ, this is not his yeah, good yeah. reign. I know. It's the. Uh, it was a year the before first that. One, the first one. Okay. Well, I asked if it was the year long one. You guys. Yeah, I know. I know. I thought because the thing I'm is with AJ, they they did the uh like Gabe okay, was I got saying it. I got they kept it. switching. Doesn't time. matter which one you pick, they're not going to be as good as this Roman reign. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we'll we'll go with this one, and I'll go through it quick. You got AJ beating Dean Ambrose for the title at Backlash 2016, and then, then the you have AJ shit. beating Ambrose on SmackDown. Then you have a triple we threat there. between. No, we were there for Ambrose no, this versus one... Seth Rollins. Oh yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Then you have AJ beating Ambrose and Cena at No Mercy. Don't remember. Probably, I think that's when Dolph you and have Miz had James that James Ellsworth defeating AJ Styles by DQ. Disqualified. This reign is automatically disqualified. That's exactly. some Vince Russo shit. And then you that's have AJ against shit. Dean Ambrose again at TLC. Um, then you have AJ against James Ellsworth at SmackDown. And then you oh, have man. AJ beating Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler in a triple threat. And then he loses the belt to see on paper. That sounds terrible, but this is the time SmackDown SmackDown. They were like elevating all the, it was fun. It was fun, but it's not this. That's why I'm going to keep saying it's better. 
I'm not here to shit on AJ. I'm not here to shit on Daniel Bryan. I'm not here to shit on John Cena. I'm not here to shit on Randy Orton. I feel like Randy Orton, part of me feels like Randy Orton had probably a really good reign. I don't think, no, because Randy Orton's known for having a lot of title reigns and none of them being long. Well, he's the corporate champion, remember? Definitely the corporate champion. Yeah. His best reign might be when he had both Wait, belts Daniel, in the Daniel Bryan and the Daniel Bryan. Honestly, story. yes and no because it was good because of what it led down to, but like the actual like shit that like the matches Randy was having and like his promo and all no. Nah. Like just Randy himself, no. Nah. Like it wasn't okay. a good reign. All right. All right. Listen. But, we do at some point you keep this this shit on. We keep it rolling. We got to keep it rolling. Uh, looking ahead to Mania, we got some matches already. We got Cody Roman, and we got uh, Bianca and Charlotte and Oscar. And Rhea. Charlotte and Rhea. And the Mania, I, I sent a video last night. The Mania uh, versus screen looks sick. It's, it's so like, oh, I love dope. it. I it's like you're it. in a movie movie theater hallway. I love yeah. it. And the Seth promo with the Joker shit. I did like that. I know some people were not a fan of that. I watched Becky it is Batman is a little weird. It was a little. It, it feels a little like forced. She sounds like, like him. He's just like he literally could play the Joker in a movie. That's what his character. Is. So Seth versus yeah. Logan Paul. We're gonna have that. And we're probably gonna. Have That's gonna be a banger. That match is gonna be fucking sick. That match is gonna be crazy. I'm actually hyped for the Seth and Logan match. No, no Cena question. will be coming back. We'll get a Cena match. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Cena theory. This is the best. Yeah. We've been surprised by some manias. Like, oh, we don't expect it to be that good, and then it's really right. good, or. We've thought a mania is going to be good, maybe and like thirty four. Yeah, this is like matches. This is the best booked mania they've had, and I can't remember twenty mania twenty eight, twenty six. I don't know. Thirty. But I'm I'm they're in a good place right no, now. No, not thirty. Thirty. There was some weird matches on there. What a weird Except, shit. Maybe yeah. thirty one. I talked uh, with Adam at the gym earlier, Gene. We 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 met, I, I we mentioned how thirty is overrated. He loves thirty one. Um. I mean, I, like 31 or 30. I can I can honestly respect if somebody says 30 is overrated because honestly, it's mostly about Daniel. Like, the yeah, other matches, but for storyline purposes, we really needed that. We like we needed it. it but everything did take a backseat to Daniel. Yeah. So I, I can understand. All right. So you have a hot yeah. take you want to share with us. Yeah. So. My hot take or my body slam take of the week. I'm taking control of that this time. Is that honestly? I'm not saying The Rock is is a bad wrestler. He's a legend. We know this, but he's done a lot of things for himself rather than for a lot of other people. I think he's a little selfish. Case in point, The Rock is a megastar. He doesn't need any more rub in his career. He's already a made man. Why do you agree to come back during, at the time, one of the longest WWE Championship reigns in decades with CM Punk, and you want to get in a feud with him and get the title so you can face John Cena at WrestleMania? Yes, the title, it's it's a heated situation. You have Dwayne The Rock Johnson versus John Cena at WrestleMania, but that match is already so big, you don't need the title. Why would you agree to something like that? Um, why does The Rock in 2014 Royal Rumble come out and condone, condone that this is not working with his cousin? 
They need to figure, the creative needs to figure something out. But instead, he tries to egg it on. He comes out. And the crowd's booing the shit out of Roman. And he makes the situation worse by raising Roman's hand at the Royal Rumble. When no one wanted that decision. You already hear the crowd booing like crazy. I just think if you're if you're a legend and you're not deaf, you can hear that. You would want to vouch for your cousin to have a better position rather than egg it on and make stuff worse. Um, and then my final point, even though Cena has talked about this a little bit, The Rock, when the company needed him the most, Steve Austin was on his way out. They really didn't have any more stars. Instead of him choosing to stay at least five more years and carry the company on his back, he goes, no, I'm going to Hollywood. That's a little selfish, bro. So after all these decisions, this is a made man again. He didn't have to do any of this stuff. The Rock's a little selfish. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but that's my body slam take of the week. Dave, do you have anything? Um... I get what you're saying about, say, like when they needed him most, he went off to Hollywood. But in hindsight, he clearly made the right decision. He's the biggest actor in the world. And you so never know when that really window's going to close. Him. Exactly. That, that Hollywood you window. Really, you can't really, which I don't know how he's the biggest actor in the world. He's like, his 75% are... of his movies are fucking terrible. <laughs> but it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can really fault someone for making a decision like that when it works out as well as it has for him. And he's mm-hmm. come back and helped them sell out to Manias. So it's not like he never repaid them for helping him get to where he is now. But If he was selfish, I think from, he would have just never came back. Taking that spot from younger stars who need it more, I don't know, man. But that Mania makes like a million less dollars. If yeah. he's not headlining, uh, they could have had the match without the title, and everybody else gets a bigger payday because of that. They just didn't need the title, like. Um, yeah, but, I, I just real quick want to say, uh, Gene Gene Lesnar unfortunately had to step out, so this is a three man pod for the rest of this uh, this episode. And uh, yeah, back to this. It's funny, Seb. We're watching Seventeen the other night, and it's Rock and Steve, and it's like, and you watch Nineteen. Or you watch 18, it's Rock and Hogan, and it's mm-hmm. like the past versus the future. And 18, Rock's the, they consider Rock the future. They and then 19, it, bro. 19's his last WrestleMania match. Well, he has, that, uh, he has that tag match at 20. But besides that, it's his last singles match at Mania until WrestleMania 28 when he returns to Wrestle John Cena. So they definitely did not expect him leaving. I think that's... But if he doesn't leave, do we have Cena? You have a bunch of it's a bunch there, of there is a bunch of what there's is. a bunch of different yeah butterfly effects that that go on with all this shit as we just mentioned with the Roman Reigns saga. But the CM Punk thing, not great. I agree. But besides that, The Rock, he put over Steve. It Steve had a winning record against The Rock. The Rock put people over his whole career. Um, he puts Cena over at twenty nine. I'm not telling him to put anybody over. I'm just uh, saying. I think you don't you don't take opportunities like that. Like if, if if Vince came to you, you're you're a legend already. You had matches with Austin. You already made man. He's like, hey, we want to take the title off this guy and put it on you in a match against Cena. First thing you should have said was, well, why do I need the title? Me and Cena sell the match already. We don't know if he did that, but it yeah, just we seems don't know. like it, it just seems like that. 
We don't know. Uh, the title might have been like a here's this extra thing this time around because we said it was once in a lifetime, but this time it's for the title. Um, was the first one for the title? First one was for the oh, wait, actually, no, it wasn't because the the title fight that mania was Jericho against Punk. He did beat Punk at uh Royal Rumble though, yeah. right? But like, this really, is the guy yeah. that put over Steve took his ball and went home. He didn't want to put Brock Lesnar over. The Rock did. The Rock puts Lesnar over at SummerSlam clean. It's a good point. So that's that's my thing with the Rock. Uh, I guess I don't have too much to say about it. I I, I guess the, the, I think he's basically the same as any other main eventer they've ever had in terms of of who is he, what he's willing to do, and what he's willing not to do. Uh, it definitely in between. Where like Steve wouldn't put over Brock, he regrets it. He says he regrets regret not putting it. over Brock. No shot at Steve. We love Steve on this pod. Uh, <laughs> But like he's not Hogan. He's not Hogan. Oh level. yeah, for sure. Not no. putting anybody over this and that. Um, I think he's. I think he's right. I think he's a main eventer. And like Dave says, he was right to go to Hollywood. He made a million dollars. And when he shows like up, anytime he shows up, it's a huge ratings boost. So. And it's not like WWE fell apart and went into the dumps. It like, did yeah, it. They're not as big, but they're still about to sell for billions of fucking dollars. Cena did use his voice at at the the later half of his career around that U.S. title reign. He spoke up and said, "There's a lot of talent you have here that you're not utilizing, and we need to showcase them." For me, that's how a legend gets stuff done. I don't think Rock. Really I feel like that. Cena has more offenses than The Rock when it comes to burying. Like he's oh, literally the golden shovel. He so, at least, at least, he cleaned up the last. He did. And maybe The Rock would too if he didn't like take off for Hollywood. Like The Rock's still a much bigger star. Maybe, eh? Much bigger at this point than Cena? Because Cena's in every commercial. Cena's pretty big, bro. Cena's becoming a big deal, but The Rock is like technically like the the biggest movie star. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where we're at with that. Um, this is where it might get heated again. Tony Khan. Seb, do you want to take us through this Tony Khan and Ariel? Yeah. I'm gonna fuck up Cena. Hel- Ariel Hawani. Hawani. Seb, do you want to take us through the um the yeah. timeline of this? Because this is I mentioned a few group chats we've had over the past few days. This is the second time it got heated. And that was last night. Honestly, honestly. But let's go through it. Honestly, I don't think it was heated. Neither we, do I. Dave, we had we had a proper debate, right? Um, we were just debating. Am okay. I am I adding fuel right. to the am I am I uh yeah, am I the antagonist? My, guess you know what? No, Seb. Fuck you, Gabe. <laughs> we're we're turning on me. You're turning on the head of the table. You're getting turned on, bro. Is your uh, chair shot. Yeah, no. I, I I honestly I understood a lot what Dave said, but I really, 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 and not d- forget how I feel about Ariel Hawani. I really can't take his side in this situation. Like he's a fucking dickhead in this situation. But let's go into it. All right. So boom. I actually wanted to cover this on one of the episodes, but we just didn't get to it when it happened. There's an interview in the middle of the summer during the CM Punk stuff that's happening in AEW. The whole walkout and all out. Y'all already know the, the good stuff at this time. A little after, Ariel Hawani calls the CEO of AEW, Tony Khan, to have an interview, right? Okay. They have a nice little interview. Well, at least you thought it was on camera. And during the interview, Ariel asks a lot of hot questions which he knows he's not going to get answers for. 
to, to, to Tony Khan about the CM Punk situation. What happened? Is this true? Is this true? When is Punk coming back? Tony Khan said respectfully every time, I cannot answer that. I cannot answer that. And fast forward, uh, they they end their their interview. And Tony Khan says, hey, man, you know, I had a great time. I'd love to do this again. And Ariel's like, huh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was really nice. Next day, goes on Twitter and goes, "This the interview I had with Tony Khan is one of the worst interviews I've ever had in my life. That was dickhead move. Number one. So Tony, being the way he is, he's a little hothead, and he does turn into a, a baby when, when people are attacking him. He starts lashing out at Tony online. I mean, sorry, lashing out at Ariel online saying, Ariel is not a good journalist. Uh, he's a piece of shit. Stuff like that. Ariel now, last week, uh, so th- they had their debate or whatever, and that kind of died down until last week. Last week, Ariel goes on SmackDown, and he's just there doing like random like interviews and stuff. And Tony Khan gets mad that he's there at SmackDown and says, I think he, he calls Ariel unbiased journalist or biased yeah. journalist. Um, yeah, he, well, he jokingly says unbiased, but he yeah. means like he's telling him he's about it. Yeah. And he added, no, no, you're good. He added uh, more fuel to the fire that was kind of already fanned out. And that's kind of the petty the petty part on, on Tony's end. He should have just let it die when it died, but he brought more fuel to the fire. And Ariel responds. Uh, I really don't remember his response, but it was something that pissed Tony off further. And then this past week at the pay-per-view at Elimination Chamber, Michael Cole chimes in on commentary and kind of just like (laughs) blows Ariel Hawani up and says, this is the most unbiased wrestling journalist there is out there. Like he was like really like talking him up on commentary. And so, yeah, that's, that's where we're at now. So these two don't like each other. Oh, and actually today, it actually came out today in this recording of this podcast. Ariel came out and said, I'm not a wrestling journalist. Yeah. He's had multiple interviews with multiple wrestlers but whatever either way so my feeling on the situation is ariel did not have to come out and say how bad this interview was after pretty much smiling in tony's face during the interview and saying yeah we'll do this again like acting all happy and stuff and then he kind of just stab him in the back and say this this interview was terrible and it's it's just it's really underhanded and it's it wasn't needed and I think if he doesn't do that, or at least if they put this behind closed doors, it wouldn't have blown up as as big as it did. Your thoughts? Dave, because you certainly had right. thoughts last night. Okay. I don't think it's a secret. I don't really fuck with Tony. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a I don't really until last night. Not as a booker. That's fine. I like his promotion. I am usually not around on Wednesdays like I am Mondays and Fridays. If I could watch more Dynamite, which next week, my work schedule, I have three days off. Wednesday, Friday, Monday, which is kind of dope. I'm going to be able okay. to watch a lot of rest. I'm, I will be watching Dynamite tomorrow night. I've promised myself that. Anyways, my feelings on him as a booker are positive for the most part. I don't knock, I don't knock his overall product. What I knock, and it's something that I deal with all the time at work and just in life 
is people playing the fucking victim card when you're the one starting shit. Let me explain. So obviously, they're not the same size as WWE, right? So I get that you need to throw some shots, try to get a little bit of a ratings boost. That's fine. You're not really doing some Vince Fears ratings WCW bullshit. But when Eddie Kingston comes out on TV, it's one thing to take a shot at the product and like the company. But when Eddie Kingston comes out on in front of a live crowd, pulls on the mic and he starts saying, you're not going to see legends that are respected on the other channel with Christian, a fucking C tier legend behind him for which I didn't even say that last night. But when I watched a clip, he said that. And I was like, bro, the man who carried him is on the other channel. Respect to Christian. He's a legend. But come on. Edge is on the other channel. Fucking. Anyways. <laughs> You're not going to know why Seb's laughing if you don't see the video, which I don't know if Gabe's going to post. Anyways. So you say that. One, not true. Two, he says, you're not going to see the same heart on the other channel. Shit like that. Shut the fuck up. Now, this isn't necessarily at Tony. This is specifically at Eddie Kingston right now, which is a little bit of a tangent, but it's Tony's company. Mm -hmm. My guess is they come to him with promos. There's no way Eddie Kingston comes out there and just starts saying that shit. Tony has to at least somewhat know what he's going to say. Unless, like I've said in the past, the fucking inmates are running the asylum, which I've called Tony out on that before. And he comes out and he says, you're not going to find heart like that on the other channel. Oh, really? Is this the man, Eddie Kingston, that tried out for NXT and just couldn't hack it? Because now you just sound like a petty little bitch that's mad. That you, and I like Eddie. I love Eddie Kingston. You sound like a petty little bitch that's mad that you couldn't hack it there. And now you've had to, you know, live a harder life on the indies and grind. And again, respect to you. But like, how are you going to knock these guys when these guys did the same shit that you did? You're like, what? Are you just mad because now they're working? Less days, they're traveling in higher quality travel. You know, they're taking plane, like jets, all this shit, whatever. And they're getting paid 150 to a million dollar contracts. Like, first of all, so are you guys. So, like, what the fuck are you bitching about? That's my piece on Eddie. But again, it's Toadie's product. They take shots all the time at WWE. And again, if it's the inmates running the asylum, it's still a knock on Tony. Get your hey, fucking WWE's. shit together. Get your shit together. You take these shots, especially when NXT was on Wednesdays. You're taking, you're tweeting shit about ratings. Like, you're sounding like Eric Bischoff, and nobody fucking likes Eric Bischoff. <laughs> and, and finally, WWE acknowledges it, and they say one little remark, which was fucking hilarious. Because... They never good. acknowledge it. It was, it was good. good. It, was good. Was it was good. And he hears about them poking fun about him backstage. And then all of a sudden you want to take to fucking Twitter, type away on your fucking phone, start bitching that people started talking shit. Really? Like, you just sound like a baby. You just sound like a fucking brat. And I just, I hate that. It's just so fucking stupid. You are a bazillionaire you run your own wrestling company and you run a really fucking good wrestling company and you're taking the publicity away from that 
because you got your fucking feelings hurt because the big bully that you just you're never going to reach respectfully. You're just never going to do it. This company is about to be sold for seven billion fucking dollars. They're playing two different games, actually. They're playing two different games. It's two different. Yeah. Well, that's Vince's asking price, but I don't know if it's going to go that high. Honestly, though, WWE shouldn't have been involved in this situation. I know. They shouldn't. Ariel brought WWE into the situation. He looks so, so dumb in this situation because now he just, he looks Tony because Ariel had you on his show, right? Which shitty interview. He asked you shitty questions and you didn't have to answer them and respect, honestly, for not answering those questions and keeping your business in good standing publicly in a shitty situation. But it's just. When this guy ends up goes, it, he works with the other company. This man also gave you publicity. He put you on his show, his very popular podcast. You got publicity from this man. He helped you out. It. Some people probably first heard of AEW because of watching that interview. So to come at him when he goes on the other station and unprofessional by Ariel, he's also an antagonist. And yes, he is biased. But that doesn't mean that Tony needs to stoop to his level. Tony he needs doesn't. to be above that because that's, he is a CEO. He's not a fucking podcast host. So, He's not a UFC reporter. That's where I, uh, I'll butt in here. That's where I'm with you. Um, I went way longer than I need to. That's fine. <laughs> that's good. fine. Oh, but still. Ariel, Ariel is definitely an antagonist. He's always bugged me. Um, I mean, quick shout out to the Hurt Business podcast. My friend Ferris and, and Josh, they do a MMA podcast. <laughs> And he came up once and I said, Yeah, I don't like that guy. Bugs this is before the Tony stuff. It bugs the shit on me. And Ferris was like, What? Blah, blah, blah. It's just like every podcast, he's always cutting some kind of promo, trying to work some kind of angle. Like, obviously, he's a big wrestling fan, which I appreciate because not many of us in, in comparison to the entire world. But, a wrestling journalist. But, not many of us out of the closet. Yeah, not, not me as a wrestling journalist out of the closet, but like I keep saying this, like he went on Bill Simmons just because he works for the ringer who like will do shit, who has particular access to like rest, WWE wrestlers. So like they are kind of in bed with each other. So there is automatically a bias there because he does podcast with the ringer. But he went on Bill Simmons wants to talk about shit, whatever. But I guess he's a Bills fan, and instead of like just talking about the Bills, he like made it like anti, like a Bills versus Pats thing with Simmons and this and that, and it was just annoying. It wasn't even like, oh, like I'm a salty Patriots fan. It was just this was this was like two years ago. This was like you guys just got good, and you're already like talking shit. You're cutting promos like you're an '80s wrestler about your football team. It was just weird. Um, that being said, Vince never gave interviews. When he did, they did not go. They went very poorly. Yeah, they went poorly. <laughs> I mean, at least Tony didn't slap him, right? Because we've seen Vince like slap yeah. interviewers. But Vince didn't give many interviews. He wasn't out there in the pub- public. Of course, there was no Twitter back then. Mm-hmm. But I, he seems to pl- keep Vince keeps things close to the vest. He wouldn't be on Twitter like that. Um, he's on Twitter now. That's not him. That's like some assistant tweeting happy birthday to my yeah. favorite son, triple H like shit like some that. Tw- some 20 year old publicist that for some <laughs> yeah. reason has a 400,000 a year salary. Right. Wink. But, Oh yeah. <laughs> Vince has his own issue. But all right. And we'll get back to that in a year with all that Vince bullshit. AW still comes out looking bad because of the way Tony uh, carries himself in public. When you are the CEO of a company, you need you need to carry yourself higher. You need to just ignore it. The best response is no response. 
That's where I'm at. It's just, just don't say anything and don't give an interview. If you know, this guy, do your research on, do your research on who's interviewing you. Well, if you know, he's going to ask a bunch of questions that you, if you want the publicity, cool, you better be ready to ask some questions or else the interview sucks. I watched Bill Simmons interview Nick Khan and Bill Simmons asked some hard hitting questions and Nick Khan had a great answer for all of them. So if Tony can't do that, be a professional like Nick Khan, which he's not because he's got this company because his dad's a millionaire, uh, a kajillionaire. Um, and Nick Khan is a very good businessman. Like they're two different beings. But if you can't handle yourself like that in an interview and know you're going to face hard-hitting questions, don't take it. I don't want to hear, well, he wanted the publicity. You don't get, you got to, you got to take the good with the bad when it comes to that shit. Here's my thing with, with that uh, specific detail. Otherwise, I agree with everything. Tony, so in the interview, Ariel says kind of like this like snarky like joke remark thing. He's like, oh, <laughs> you're finally on the podcast. I've been trying to get you on here for, for a while now. And then Tony's sounds like, just like him. That's <laughs> a good impression. Like, Tony's like, you know, thank you. <laughs> Tony's like, you know, I've just, just been busy. There's a lot of things going on. He's just like, you know, timing's not, didn't work out, but we're here now. And let's talk. I'm ready to talk. Yeah. So just off that little portion, I'm pretty confident Tony didn't go into that interview and expect Ariel to be just like bombarding him with the CM Punk shit, like the whole interview, especially because, again, as I said before, Ariel knows this situation cannot be talked about legally. He knows that. Why are you even asking these questions? It's just. That's fair. It's not a good time to give it. It's not a good time to take an interview, though, at that point, because you can't. It isn't either. I also respect. I also I know he knows he's not going to get an answer. You also look like a bitch if you don't ask the question, whether legally we're able to answer or not. I hate to defend Ariel with that, but that's where I'm at. If it's legal, I mean, there's nothing you could really do. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. But he's going to ask it anyways. And. With all that's, that that's shit, I like this response. With all yeah. that shit in mind, it's like the interview's doomed. It's doomed before it even begins. So don't do the interview. Both if, of them. Yeah, both of them. But the if, issue is where Tony Khan takes the Twitter and shit. Like you can't, you can't do that as the CEO. Yeah. Also, when WWE's up here right now, they're on a hot streak, and AEW's not doing too well. Uh, week to week program. I know I said a few weeks ago I liked some of the matches I've seen. They're always going to have a good match or two on AEW. Um, but the MJF, it's been very repetitive. Uh, the state AEW right now, it's not. Uh, a year ago, where we would we be like, this guy's going back to uh This guy's going to go back to WWE. We can see this guy going back to WWE. A year ago, AEW year was ago, the land yeah. of opportunity. A year ago? The, the last year was bad. Year and a half you ago? Mean, you mean like two years ago or like a year and a half ago? Like sure. a year ago, a year ago you know was I revolution mean? with the punk MJF match. That's what a year ago is. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay, so you go back to then. I'm not thinking, oh, this guy's gonna go back to WWE. That guy's going back to back back to WWE. Now there's we're, nobody on AEW who I feel is off limits. Literally a year nobody. ago, we're thinking Kevin Owens is going to AEW. Right. I remember that. So like he has too much uh, toys in the sandbox. There's been a small fall from grace. I think the booking match booking isn't bad. That's not the issue. The issue is the storylines. And I know it's more pro wrestling than sports entertainment. WWE should have better storylines. They do have more writers. They do have all this 
Uh, they they are a machine. They are sports entertainment. They should have better storylines. But AEW has become very repetitive with the storylines with, okay, you want to fight me? You got to fight this guy, that guy, and that guy. And so, oh, we got our we got matches booked for the next month leading up. That's all that is. Um, so I just think it's not a great time in AEW's period. We can't play the injury excuse card anymore. I'm not sure what what they're doing last with a year. lot of guys. And uh, mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. I mean, that, that's where I'm at. It's not a good. It's not a good time for AEW right now. So uh, th- it's not a good time for their CEO to be taking to Twitter to be arguing with some fucking uh, agitator. I personally think they uh, bounce back from what was a hell, what was fucking straight up hell last year. Um, and we all came on this last pod. And said how since January, since they started back up from all the bullshit last year, that they've been on a consistent hot streak. Last week wasn't good, but just because last week wasn't good, I'm not going to now say like it's hasn't been good. And that's why I wanted to say, too. I'm happy you say that. I do think there's two things have happened at the same time. AW has been in a bit of a slump and WWE shot up. And I think people act like, oh, it's over for AEW. I don't think that's the case. I think a lot of people secretly want it to be over for AEW. There are some people who say they oh, don't care what happens, but there are people who are like, fuck this, WWE till I die, whatever. Um, I want both companies to succeed, and I think AEW can find their footing. I just, right now, Seb, it's the MJF. I think there's been an overexposure of MJF, which no, I never thought sure. would be the case. For he sure. doesn't need to be on every week. Not, he can't. If he's on every week, that's 52 weeks a year, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not going to cut. Even he can't cut a great promo every week, every especially week. when there's nothing yeah. to say. Yeah. This is he's, not he's, a blood feud. This is a mocked. Yeah. But he's getting mocked. You're right. I mean, he's like, we, he's we like, do like him and we do appreciate him, but he, you got to give us a break. Yeah. Over exposure. You, you don't appreciate it as much when you're giving it every week. And it's yeah. just the matches are just, you know what's going to happen. I know Daniel Bryan's going to win all these matches. So whether they're yeah. good matches or not, that's my issue. Where WWE, the AEW, it's match focus. You got, okay, Daniel Bryan, tonight he's fighting Takeshka, which that was probably the dynamite we were fresh off of when we last met because that was a good dynamite yeah, in LA. It was. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense. But you have you'll have the match. And on WWE, it's like, okay, we have this Sammy. What's going on with Sammy? So it's like it's two different things. Um, and one is a little more com- – one's more compelling uh, week to week, and that's the storyline for me. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not I, – I think it's cool to shit on AEW right now, and Tony didn't help their case with all this. Yeah, he definitely shouldn't have um, went online and fought fire with fire. Similar to Dave said, he shouldn't have stooped that Ariel's level. But at the same time, I don't really want to get bitched either. Like, if I'm Tony, I'm not going to have some guy lie to my face on camera and then come out of nowhere and be like, yeah, interview was shit. So what did he say in, on on camera that was a lie? Oh, he just acted like, you know, like it was it was a decent interview. Like, he just, like, smiled in his face. He was like, yeah, I'll have you on again. And then goes on and and tweets and says that's just that that's a blatant lie it, yeah it i mean he's in my book I, I hate i really don't like the guy personally ariel i thought he was cool no 
I really, I really thought, but then you know, I looked at more interviews, and then that shit happened. I was like, he's an instigator. What I do like, he pushes the envelope. So like Dana White is is abuses his fighters. They get paid nothing. He's running a sweatshop in the UFC. Dana White doesn't fuck with Ariel because Ariel calls him out on his bullshit. That's something I can appreciate. But what I don't appreciate is just everything has to be like I'm fucking. Yeah, kind of promo here. He makes it sort of about him. Like I've seen him get so many fighters hate him in the UFC because of like he just makes it about he 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 takes it a little personally. It's it's Skip Bayless adjacent. <laughs> uh he makes it a little personal and he tries to make it about him. And I hate that part of sports media. That's something me and Jay have talked about on the Richie and Mecca connection. But yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of Ariel, but at the end of the day, I'm just gonna keep saying the same thing. Tony. You look better if you just don't respond. I'm telling you, you just look better. Ariel will look like a doofus if you just let it sit. People will call him a doofus. That'll be that. Yeah, Nick Khan, it's, this will be probably one of the biggest nods to Nick Khan I'll ever give on this pod. But he is very skilled at people say this, people say that. I don't listen to it. I, I'm worried about what's going on right here. Right. <laughs> right. Anything else to say, guys? No. I love- um so you want to talk about the this is a little we're a little removed this but and we're winding down here folks i know this has been quite a quite a doozy of a podcast but super pod holy conan uh, yeah big time conan takeshka oh yes uh you can take this one son takeshta went on aw and he had a match i forget with who it doesn't really matter in the match he does the uh the shimmy shake that eddie guerrero used to do and he did a frog splash Conan goes on Twitter and basically says that the shimmy shake is for Mexicans because he says to to Takeshita, dude, you're not Mexican. You shouldn't be doing that shit. You're if I was back there, you would have had a problem with me. Like you're a disgrace. Pretty much. It was like that energy. That's not verbatim, but that's the energy that he gave. And Takeshita, what a professional. He goes and replies to Conan and he's like. Uh, not Conan O'Brien. I hope people don't confuse this. <laughs> There's an old wrestler named Conan who wasn't very good. Takeshita goes, I'm sorry. I don't want to make that mistake. You know, Japanese people, they don't want no controversy. I don't want to make this mistake. I didn't want to disrespect anybody. Never happened again. But Miro, another AW wrestler, comes to his defense on Twitter and replies to Conan and says, uh, what match have you had that's fucking legendary for you to be commenting about this, or whatever. And then Conan responded back to Miro said, what matches have you wrestled? Cause he hasn't been on AWTV. And then Conan backtracks after the fans have come at his ass on Twitter about this stupid idiotic take. And he goes, guys, you think I was serious about that? It was a joke. I hate you. I know me and Gabe, both for granted. I hate people that say something and they know for a fact they mean it. Then when, yeah. then when they're on the hot seat, I'm joking, bro. It was a yeah. joke. That's that's essentially what happened. Conan was like, I was just joking. You think I'd really be mad at someone doing a, a wrestling move and a taunt? Be real. So yeah. Um, I just think is yeah, like I said, the dumbest take ever. Um a, a move is not like structured and tied to a race. You know how many other people, especially in WWE, Logan Paul are, did it. Who are not Mexican? Why well, didn't he didn't say anything when Logan Paul did it? 
exactly it's just it's stupid it doesn't make any sense yeah it's just it was just like he felt like he maybe was drunk or something he felt in the moment let me fucking shoot hard on this guy and then i think after the fact he probably did realize that oh that was stupid of me to say so he tried to say he was kidding but he wasn't so that's that's about the bulk of it these dumb old disgruntled ex-wrestlers always got something to say oh man anything to add big dave I knew nothing about the situation. Conan sounds like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, he usually doesn't make waves for, for so positive, positive things. Um, Jay White. Jay White. On his way his, to the E. Love to see him at Mania, if possible. Right after I, Mania. Exactly. Yes, actually. Yeah, but it would be so sick to see, like... Just save it for Raw after Mania. Trust me. Trust me. Mania's know, too hot right now. Mania's too hot. I don't. Yeah, know. that would make it even better. There's too much going on. Wait, let's man. think. He'll get overshadowed. Who, who is a big name right now that doesn't have a match? I'm trying to think. That's actually a good question. Finn? AJ uh, Styles? Finn and Edge are going to fight. AJ. Finn. AJ's hurt. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Finn, Finn and Edge that's are going to fight because Finn broke up Edge's title match last night the u.s title right match. right mm-hmm. yeah 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 okay well um, smackdown smackdown walter doesn't have a match chad gable i feel like walter is gonna work somewhere <laughs> towards sheamus or drew probably oh i was gonna say this earlier this is not jay white related and this could lead to a tangent but i wanted to say it i would be okay with walter losing to sheamus at mania and then when they do the brand split have walter win the title on SmackDown. I'm for that. I'm definitely for that. Because I think win, after win the, the Rumble, world title? Yes. Do you think they'll split up the belts? I hope yeah, so. For sure. They need to. They have Absolutely. to. I mean one I don't know. title's good too. They might not split them like have him like vacate one. It'll probably end up being a situation because just how Cody is, it'll probably end up being like a Becky situation. Where she defends both like separately. Yeah, you can float between brands. Yeah. Almost like one but, title if you had one title. Yeah. Because my thing is, is like <clears throat> Walter isn't like that huge name yet. So you could almost have like a SmackDown live type feel to the title scene where it's not exactly a main eventer, but it's a guy who can put on some fucking bangers. Yeah, I think uh we're off topic with Jay White, but I think I think both could work. Having one bell could work. It's sort of like the Attitude Era mm-hmm. when there was SmackDown and Raw, but they weren't really like split. It was like, I'll see you on Thursday night on SmackDown. <laughs> where that was cool. But also, you know, 2003 to 08, 09, like the belts, both belts felt important at that time. So I think there's a right way to do both, but we'll yeah. just see what route they take. But I wouldn't mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind seeing Walter. Like, what if they brought back the big gold belt? Right. I mean, that's why I want them to do. I've said that to Seb, I think. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, combine no, the Universal. Too, I'm definitely for that. Combine the Universal and uh, WWE Championship, making one belt, and then bring back the uh, World Heavyweight Championship. Anyways, I say we go back to Jay White. Yes, please. Switch is there a, is there anybody that he could come out to? No. No. That's, just save yeah. it for Raw after Mania. Because the Mania has been yeah. so well booked. And Vince has just not cared about Raw after Mania for so many years now. But True, and tri- Triple, Triple H, he definitely cares. Fuck, dude, are we gonna have to have a three night thing? <laughs> Am I gonna yeah, have to request it, all three fucking days off? Yeah, maybe. Um, the the news about Jay White 
for for those wondering, he used to uh, wrestle in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he just had a match where loser leaves Japan <laughs> with uh, AEW's Eddie Kingston, and Eddie Kingston came out the victor. This was a way to write him out because he did not resign with the company. So now rumors are running wild. Is he going to AEW? Is he going to WWE? Personally, what I want him to do, and some people might be surprised, I need him to go to WWE. Is why. Jay, Jay White, he's a cool wrestler, but he hasn't really found his character yet. And WWE is the perfect place. If you don't have it all together, they'll get you in a situation where eventually you'll get it all together. Roman Reigns is a perfect case for that. And the style of wrestling Jay White does will work better um, in the WWE and just everything. He'll just be better off in WWE. In AEW, I could already see it right now. That main event scene is too crowded. So there's not going to be any room for him. And he's going to end up like feuding for the Atlantic all Atlantic championship with Orange Cassidy for like five months in a nothing feud. And then after that, he's just going to disappear from television because there's not enough space for everybody because they have too many guys and not enough time. It's just, it's not, it's not the situation for him. He needs to go to WWE. Yeah. 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 Um, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, this, uh, yeah. Last yeah. thing. So yeah, Seb, yeah, we took we took a trip back to memory lane. That was fun. Back. Had it, had a cat had Shannon <laughs> watch with us. That was fun. Yeah. Um. Then we I'm watched sure. Alliance. We watched the Alliance Survivor Series. Minutes, fell asleep. I knew you fell asleep. Everybody, I know everybody fell asleep because everybody stopped talking. Yeah. I kept watching. Oh, were um, you really? Yeah, I was watching the whole time. Yeah, I thought Christian mute. was. Uh, I thought Christian was watching. Maybe he was quiet. If he was, but Back. um, he said he enjoyed. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, WrestleMania seventeen, man, it was <laughs> it was just as good, just as great as I thought. Yeah. I remembered it being. It like, holds up so well. So well, dude. Wait, where's Kate? <laughs> Yo. Come on, bro. Y'all like that I put, I put that sound effect for you at the last episode. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, When we watched the main event, we both said to like, dude, this is still like crazy. There's still be, it's not like nostalgia, like The Rock and Stone Cold were those dudes. They could both go in the ring. They both have their own distinct styles. They mesh so well together and with all the other main eventers too. It's not just, oh, we were younger or, oh, wrestling was just cooler back then. Like, no. It was good stuff, man. That was sick. Quality. That's that's the pinnacle of wrestling still. Like, yeah. That was crazy. That's the best year they ever had, probably. And we'd even like, well, we knew the storyline. But it's not like we were watching week to week. Right. We just turned on that pay-per-view. And I yeah. still felt like invested. Yeah. Um, um. Even the whole the whole show. The whole show was pretty good. Triple H and Undertaker is way better than I remember it being. Like it's that shit so was good. sick. The way Undertaker moved was yeah. crazy. It was like let's go over the card fast. I got the card right here. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Jericho and Regal. Jericho and Regal. Nice for the IC match. And then you got Taz in the APA defeating right, right to censor and decent <laughs> right. or right to censor. Which yeah, at the yeah, time was the Godfather, shit. Val Venus, and Bobby King. The Good Father. Oh, no, the Good Father. The Good Father. Oh, the Good Father. My bad. 
with the best entrance music ever. Oh my god, bro. That's what I said. Yeah, what if I just started bumping that in the car son? I was saying that the other night. Just a straight alarm, bro. Like <laughs> we're gonna then turn you got, you got Kane beating Raven in the big show Crazy. in the hardcore Crazy. match. Crazy. Which for how much I remember happening in that match is wild to me that it only went on for nine and a half minutes. That it's, was not, it, it's no. action packed the whole time. Yeah. They immediately go have, to the back. Uh, for the European title, you have Eddie Guerrero beating Test. Good match. Eddie to win champion. the title, because Test came in as the champion. Then you have a straight-up singles match between Angle and Benoit, which I just remember the mat wrestling on that being just it was so butter. Um, then you have China beating Ivory for the women's title in two and a half minutes. <laughs> Which is fairly kind of whatever. Two minutes is wild. Uh, then you have the Shane versus Vince street fight with the oh, Linda stand up. Classic. That was that was cinema. That was that was yeah. cinema. <laughs> Vince is a stain. Nah, and then we turn was- on the alliance. It's weird. Vince was a scumbag. We turned on the Survivor Series match that would have happened that fall. The WrestleMania is always in spring. That happened that fall. And Vince is the face and Shane's the heel. And I'm like, yeah, how did this turn? <laughs> it almost makes you want to go back and watch like how yeah. the transition happens. Week to week. Yeah. Uh, then you have the TLC match with Edge and Christian beating the Dudley boys and the Hardy boys for the titles, the tag titles, uh, which is just classic. That all match time. is crazy. One of the best matches of all time and probably arguably the best, be- the best TLC match of all time. Yeah, yeah. Sure. one of the best tag best. team matches of all time. Yeah, yeah. You think you know me? You think then you, you have think my you personal favorite match, uh, the gimmick battle royal with the <laughs> Iron Sheik the winning gobbly gooker, the Kamala. Yeah. When Kamala came out, I was like oh cringing. I was like, this this flu in two thousand one. We dude, were we okay with this. Face. Well, Kamala's a black dude that was just like, okay, we can uh, make me know. look like a fucking. The guy who was who was oh, like, that was, carrying him around, he had carrier. black face on. Yeah, like he's yeah. a monkey. Yeah. The whole thing was so uncomfortable. No, <laughs> that was crazy. That's why I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, you queer. And then, <laughs> and then there was the uh, the goon, right? He came the out goon, the baseball. The repo man. The baseball music, but he's a hockey player. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's wearing like he's wearing. You like heard Chris Jericho's story. Chris Jericho was going to be the goon. If he went to WWE <laughs> earlier, oh my they wanted oh him to come God. earlier than he did when he was in WCW. Oh, that would have been so bad. Fucking hell. Yo. Oh, wait, real quick. There's a little asterisk at the bottom of it that I think says the participants of the gimmick Battle Royal. You got the Bushwhackers, uh-huh. Duke Droz, Doink the Clown, Nikolai Volkov, <laughs> the Goat, the Goat Tugboat. Uh, the Goon, Earthquake, Gobbledygooker, Brother Love, Michael Hayes, One Man Gang, Kamala, Kim Chi, Jim Cornette, The Repo Man, Hillbilly Jim, and Sergeant Slaughter. Oh that's God. that's a fucking lineup. Put that in a rumble. Horrendous, horrendous <laughs> rumble, bruh. But it was funny. It was just yeah. funny because it's like, why are minutes. all these ridiculous, ridiculous characters in this yeah. match? Four minutes. Then you got The Undertaker against Triple H. In a great match, 18 and a half minutes, not too much. I really enjoyed that match. And then the main event, just 30 minutes, one of the best matches ever. That's like top 10 all time, literally. Definitely, definitely top five mania. 
Yeah. Yeah. Even his so. greatest matches, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just like that again. Oh my Looking God. at the timestamps, bro, like the pacing of this card just looks so good. It was, but Peacock made it hell. The amount of ads that we, oh my God. Bro. Yeah, I don't understand why we have ads when we, uh, like, you pay for Peacock, you still get ads. It just doesn't make I think, sense. I think Peacock's like Hulu, where it might be five bucks a month. It's a different month. tier. And then tier, and then 10 bucks a month. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, 17 was a banger. I think we should watch 18 at some point, and then we oh, should yeah. watch 19. Yeah. Um. One One thing I want to, to say before we get out of here it's about the the wrestling back then watching 17 i really realized how much honestly i i really didn't like think about this before until now i think wrestling was much more faster paced then i honestly do they like now especially they just get into, into it especially into wwe like it's super like dramatic drawn out like i'll hit someone with like a signature and the dude's on the ground for like five minutes but like back then, they're just move after move after move, move, get into it. Like that's what I like. I like that. The way the Austin Rock match started with the yeah. Lut- Lutez. Yeah, bro. Oh my God. That was yo, it was great. I, I I wish it went back to that. Like I get the theatrics, but after seeing that, I'm like, it's too much. And someone said that to me years ago, like an older person who used to watch wrestling. He's like, he was just watching on the screen with me. He was like, Ah, uh, why is this so like choreographed? And I understand what he meant now. Yeah, you can do that when you have like Alzheimer's, like multiple Alzheimer's on the roster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's our show, guys. That's, it. Th- that's the show. Thanks, Dave, Long Seb, one. Gene. Uh, we'll be back uh, next time. I'm sure news will break. News always breaks. Mm-hmm. It never hasn't brought broke. In between Dang. episodes, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't see that coming. I didn't see it coming either. Like, <laughs> the sunglasses make it funnier too. Uh, but yeah, that was a great uh, elimination chamber. Was great. I'm I'm more excited for this WrestleMania than I have been for any mania since like I've returned to watching wrestling. Uh, probably around 32 is when I came back to like consistently watching every mania. Um, yeah, great great show. This was a long one. If you're listening to this now, thanks for sticking with us the entire pod. And uh, we'll see you next. Yeah, who knows? Fuck Tony Khan. <laughs>